Hey everybody, welcome back to We Are Movies. As always, I'm Johnny Mockney, and I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet because it's a long episode. Um, as promised, I am here with you on the week of St. Patrick's Day 2021, talking about the entire Leprechaun franchise with my good friend Braden Cooley. Uh, at this point, he's the horror franchise guy on this podcast. He's designated with that title, and there's no turning back. So this was a long time coming. We had to we had to do this. We had to do it to expel ourselves of, of these films and how they've lingered in our lives. So... Um, I'm just going to cut to the chase and say without any further ado, please enjoy this long, fairly unedited episode of We Are Movies about the beloved Leprechaun films. Brayden. Johnny. We're here again. We're, yeah, we're doing it. Finally finally doing it. We've been talking about um, this series and talking about talking about the series for quite some time now, since before this podcast even existed. Yeah, this this idea <laughs> precedes the invention of this podcast. Um, I I should I should elaborate our history with these films and that's <laughs> I think it began when when you told me that you had watched one of these movies, I think, just offhandedly. You'd, you'd caught one on, on demand or something. Yeah, so I remember it was, like, during the... Um, um, it was kind of the beginning of, like, our, like, friend relationship, you know? Like, I mm -hmm. feel like we had like we had become friends. and we Probably in high school, then? Yeah. In high school, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. And, um, and I knew you were, like, really into movies. And I had started getting into movies at that time, too. And, yeah, I remember at the time I had access to, like, Xfinity, Comcast, On Demand, or something like that. And um, and they had a they would regularly switch through a bunch of different movies like that would, would uh, appear for free, um, and at one point they Leprechaun was on that um, was on on demand and I had heard about the movie because it was like the big break for Jennifer Aniston mm -hmm. or at least her like first like lead role in a movie, um, and I'm a huge fan of Jennifer Aniston. Um, Are you? Yes, I am. I don't think this has been established. Really? Yeah. Huh. Or is it just for friends? Um, well, it was for friends, but then it grew after that. You know, okay. I was like, my mom and dad loved friends, and then they got me like on it, and then Jennifer Aniston became like one of my favorite the like one thing of all led time. to another. Marley and Me. <laughs> exactly, Marley and Me. <laughs> the Bounty Hunter. Uh, we're the Millers. I'm we're a the big Mil fan of We're the Millers. We're the Millers is very good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so then I yeah I, I knew that she was in this movie, and this is like one of her first movies. So I I watched it just kind of off the cuff, and I was like, wow, this movie is bad. <laughs> so I brought it up one time, and then you mentioned that you had uh, all of the movies on Blu-ray. Yeah, well, yeah, being the masochist that I am. Yeah, no, I well I had suggested I think before I had ever decided to start this podcast, I had the idea of starting like just like a YouTube channel. You know, I was kind of aping off of the people I was watching at the time. So at this point, I probably was like a freshman in college. And I was, like, um, into, like, Red Letter Media and all those guys. And I was like, oh, yeah. I want to do that. And um, so I, I thought of doing an episode on all of the Leprechaun movies. Because there hadn't been, you know... Like, I was like, you know, this is there's a lot of cult classics out there, a lot of big horror, a lot of slasher franchises that people talk about. Yeah, for sure. So I said to you, hey, let's watch all of the Leprechaun movies, and we'll talk about this. And uh, we did. I watched, okay. I actually, the other day, I found my notes in my, comp like, an old composition book of the notes I took watching the Leprechaun films. Oh, wow. I watched them all in a week, I remember. I was living in the dorms at Acres Hall, 
and this is how specific it was. I I had a I had rice aroni every night because I would get that <laughs> as my combo from Sparty's. <laughs> so I would eat and I would get rice aroni after work. I'd go to my dorm and I would sit and I'd watch uh, a leprechaun film while I ate rice aroni, <laughs> and it's become like I I. I relate those experiences so much that like I can't eat rice aroni anymore because I get, you, you know, I hate to use this colloquially, but I get PTSD. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I understand that. I understand that. It's yeah. It's certainly um, it was an experience, and 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 I yeah, and I associate those two things. But um, yeah, we watched all of them. And yeah, then, you managed to convince me to watch all the yeah. Leprechaun movies because you were like, we should like t- talk about it on my you for know, the YouTube, YouTube channel, channel that, that well, I based our- And the reason was because it was <clears throat> always the plan to do it for St. Patrick's Day. Yes, and I think you weren't able to finish the films by St. Patrick's Day. Yeah, I think that's what happened. Um, and then you, yeah, you gave me your um, Blu-ray, my Blu-ray, Blu-ray collection, collection of yes. all of the uh, Leprechaun movies at that point. Um, um, Which is always on sale at Best Buy, like around Halloween time, usually yeah. when they put out all their horror I, stuff. I'm, I'm probably going to pick that up next time it's on sale. <laughs> Don't yeah. ask why. I just, <laughs> I just I, I have Because it's there. You have to. You have I, to. I kind of have, yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, so you gave me all those, and I, I also binge those in a, in a week, I think. Um, or at least, I, I think it was yeah, it was pretty uh, it was pretty quickly, but yeah, I hadn't finished all of them by St. Patrick's Day, so we kind of was like, all right, we'll do it next year. Yeah. So, <clears throat> as a horror fan... And you're a fairly new horror fan. We talked about this last time when we talked Final Destination. Yeah. Right. Relatively. Like in the past few years. Relatively. Yeah. Past few years I've been getting really into horror. So as a horror fan, uh, in the the pantheon of horror franchises, where do you rank the Leprechaun movies? So I've been thinking about this a lot. Um, (laughs) It's it's tough because with this franchise, I love it and I hate it at the Mm. same time. Sure. It's it's one of those franchises where it's so entertaining, like to watch, um, but it's also kind of hard to watch. You know, <laughs> like it's I don't know. So overall, I definitely rank it lower, like in the horror movie mm-hmm. like franchises, like definitely below like you know classics like Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, um, Halloween, Halloween, <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, it's it's definitely the schlockiest. Certainly, I, yeah. I feel like of the horror movie franchises, unless there's there's probably a couple that I'm I'm not thinking of, but um, yeah, definitely lower. I, I don't know exactly where, but lower on the spectrum of franchises. Yeah, I would say it goes something like uh, like Friday the Thirteenth, Nightmare on Elm Street, Halloween, uh, uh, The Exorcist, uh, Child's Play, Hellraiser. Puppet Master, demonic toys, Doll Man, or whatever, and then these movies, and then like Lake Lake Placid. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> or Placid. I, Placid. I, I don't even know how to pronounce it. But um, yeah. yeah, it's uh, a very strange uh, franchise. It's right. yeah, it's just something quite an evolution too. It. Quite a lot. Quite the evolution. The first thing, and I want to say this, and I'm sure you can agree with this: the the MVP of the franchise is Warwick Davis. Oh yeah, that's the thing. Is like I love Warwick Davis. Yeah, Warwick Davis is does such a good job, and I can tell he's having a lot of fun like mm. with the character itself. But the character itself is so gross, <laughs> disgusting, just vile that it's like uh, sometimes it's hard to watch. And we'll talk about these movies a little bit individually, but I yeah. think the overarching issue is that they all kind of lack. 
creativity or gumption or yeah it's kind of <laughs> you know rinse and repeat with each one but yeah. set in like a different right uh setting whether it be space or the hood or the hood it's the with an a instead of an e yeah um and, and i should for the people at home work davis i mean he, he's a legend he's 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 in every star wars movie from return of the jedi onward yeah um I, I plays the iconic character of, of Wicket, the, Wicket uh, yeah, the, the Ewok. The Ewok, yeah, and um, he shows up in all those films. He's in uh, he's in the Harry Potter movies. The Harry Potter he's, movies. Uh, I can't remember the name, but he's Fit, the Fit, Fitzwig. Is that his name? Oh no, um, Professor Flitwick. Flitwick. He's yeah, Professor yeah. Flitwick, and yeah. he is also, um, I believe, the banker at the Hogwarts Bank too. Yes. The Goblin dude. Yeah. I can't remember his name, but. Um, yeah, so he plays a couple of those characters. Um, so you would, yeah, I mean, you might not be able to recognize him by face because sure. he usually wears a lot of makeup um, and costumes and stuff. But um, he's uh, definitely established himself right. as a um, short. Yeah, <laughs> as, a, as a little, he's a little old man, as a uh, yeah. little person. And uh, but what's so special about the Leprechaun films is that he's giving a performance. Like he's behind makeup, but he's. You know he's delivering the lines. He's yeah. he, he's playing a character. You know he's not just in a costume, right? And and be there for his physicality. And <clears throat> something that's kind of amazing is those first six films that he's in. He's like the top build actor. It's always Warwick Warwick Davis in Leprechaun. Yeah, something. You know, like yeah. And that's that's something special. He doesn't get. He's not the first build actor in most things. You know? Yeah, I think that's really cool. I think it's 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 another reason why I like. I always appreciate when one actor plays the same character throughout a lot of movies, even when they're bad. Like this is that's why I also appreciate um, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Sure, Robert Englund because Robert Englund played that character for so long, right? And Literally up until they re they rebooted it with Jack Euler, with Earl Haley. Yeah, yeah. He even played him on the Freddy's Nightmares TV show. Where mm-hmm. he, he was mm-hmm. like the crypt keeper. <laughs> um, but yeah, he even played him on a. Uh, 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 what's the the Goldbergs? <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Warwick Davis, the shining star of all of these films, gives it a hundred and ten percent. And oh, and also, I wanted to point out, like, he had a great show where he played himself. Life is short. Uh, with which he did with Ricky Gervais and Stephen Merchant. I don't think I've heard of that. A but wonderful sounds, show. He's the lead good. actor, and it's the one that's famous for uh, Liam Neeson comes in and wants to do improv lessons. Oh, and he keeps yep. he keeps trying to add into every scene that he has aids yes okay. yeah i have heard of that <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's legendary but anyway um i guess <laughs> maybe we should start talking about the first leprechaun film i suppose so um i would say not the best leprechaun film. no definitely not definitely not. um probably the lower i'd rank them lower in the or rank this movie lower in the um in the franchise overall yeah it's kind of boring yeah, yeah. Compared to other movies, like you watch it, and it's a solid um, introduction to the character, and you kind of get a feel for like who he is. Mm. But then, as the movies progress, you, it, that definitely you, that movie kind of becomes for, really forgettable. Yes, and, and the characters are not fun to be around. The characters are all terrible. Right. <laughs> like the only one that I really enjoyed was uh, Ozzy. I feel like. Ozzy, Ozzy yes. and then the, the the boy that he was um, like that friendship between them. I think though those that was a very he was a very lovable character. Yeah, they've got like kind of a exactly. Well, they have sort of like a, a Lenny and uh, <laughs> a, a Lenny and George, you know, mice and men kind right, of right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, relationship and um, 
Yeah, I like them. And then, yeah, Jennifer Aniston in the movie. And then the guy who looks kind of like Kevin Bacon in Tremors. <laughs> yes. The other guy. Which Yeah, Nathan. There's nothing more frustrating than watching a guy who looks like somebody you like from a good movie. But it's somebody you don't like and they're in a bad movie. <laughs> so you just keep yeah. thinking about the better movie. <laughs> this dude, I mean, when he's first introduced and like him and uh, Jennifer Aniston's character, Tori, like when they first like meet... You mean you know? Oh, he's like the love interest, right? Or like he's yeah. like the he's like the. But he's a douchebag. He's a total douchebag. Right. He's so he's such a fucking dick. Right. He's really hateable. And she's awful. She's kind oh, of, no, she's terrible too. I mean, she's a bit like Rachel on Friends. I was pre- gonna say, I imagine she since this movie came out before she joined Friends or before Friends uh, was a thing. Yeah. She, um, I imagine this was her character. Yeah. Before she like joined the friends and became a little bit sort of more like humble, overly pampered, rich overly girl. pampered, and yeah. like yeah. So the whole the whole point of this is that her and her dad, um, um, they 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 buy this house right that's like mm-hmm. in the middle of the country, middle of nowhere, and she's like a city girl. Yeah. So she gets there and she's like, "This is disgusting. There's no internet here. You know, how am I supposed to talk to my friends and <laughs> all this stuff?" Acting like the typical. Does she say just, internet? Did they have the internet. Was that a thing? Well, maybe there? not the internet, but like she, she no signal for her phone. Yeah, yeah. She had like a cell phone, even though this movie came out in what 1993. She was ahead of the curve with that. She was. I was guess. it like a brick phone? Maybe. I think so. It was yeah. like really like it was it was smaller, but it was yeah it was like a I don't know. Yeah, yeah, one of those older cell phones. Also, uh, I think uh, Jennifer Aniston's old nose is featured in this film. Oh, yeah. They say, yeah, yeah. So it's, it's a time capsule, really. <laughs> it's a time capsule. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, Warwick Davis, great as the leprechaun, but as a slasher movie, even as just like a goofy comedic slasher, this movie's very lame. Yeah. Um, the only kill that I particularly remember is when he pogo sticks Amanda down. Yeah, that's what I was going to say, too. There's not really... Beside, like, he... I mean, he, like, snaps somebody's neck. Yeah. Which is so boring. Which is so boring. Yeah. You know, it's like you don't expect... Like, you want... Like, when you're watching, like, a schlocky, like, slasher film, you're expecting some, like, over-the-top kills, usually. Mm. Uh, or at least something interesting. And yeah, he just, like, he snaps someone's neck, and I don't even remember the other ones. But, yeah, like you said, the pogo stick one is definitely memorable from that, where he... Uh, Gets on a pogo stick, stick and jumps on a man's like chest while he's laying on the floor. And you see blood coming out of his mouth, and mm. the leprechaun is maniacally laughing the whole time. And it's uh, which is fun. It's fun. Yeah, but it's the bare minimum. It's the yeah. That's the yeah. highlight of the movie. And that's <laughs> like, once you've once you've spent enough time with these films, uh, you get this like, you know, I, I don't I don't know if I'd call it Stockholm syndrome, but you're like looking for something to grasp onto so badly. That yeah. <laughs> y- you end up grading these movies on a curve a little bit. Yeah, like the the pogo stick the pogo stick kill in this movie, surrounded by the boring piece of garbage that the rest of the movie is. It, it feels like I'm watching the head explosion in Scanners. Like it's like <laughs> that yeah. is like it just feels like oh somebody breathed life into this movie. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, it's definitely, and even though, like, even though that that kill is definitely like the highlight of the, or like the most interesting part of the movie, it's not even the best kill in the whole franchise. Not even close. Not even close. Yeah, no, there's some much better ones. Later exactly. On. Yeah. So overall, this movie is just this first one is is just 
Yeah. Eh. You know, it's... Compared to other movies. Yeah, I think it's funny. I mean, honestly, I think part of the reason it got more notoriety later on is just because Jennifer Aniston was in it. Right. It's funny, if you look on Netflix or something, it's like they have a poster with her on the front, and it says, like, Warwick Davis, Jennifer Aniston, (laughs) Leprechaun. And they, like, they changed the tagline to make it more about her. Like, she's on his Leprechaun list or whatever. Like, you know, she's really, she's part of an ensemble in the film. Um, and like you said, it's cute. You know, Ozzy and uh, the kid. Um, uh, but yeah, pretty lame. It, it definitely feels like a rushed cash grab, like cashing in on... For sure. You know, but they, they do, they establish the Leprechaun as a character. They establish his, uh, his shoe obsession, which is kind of nice. Yeah. That's a cute, that's a nice little... It's a cute little thing, but it's also a thing that doesn't really... Uh, ever pay off? Ever really pay off throughout the rest of the franchise. You see a couple of times where he's like, oh, your shoes are nice, but yeah. he doesn't really... Like, in this movie, they distract him by throwing shoes at him, and then they run away, and then he's like, oh, I can't chase after you because I have to shine these shoes. Yes. <laughs> which is great. That's a great gag. Uh, they also <laughs> introduce his incredibly inconsistent powers. Like, yes, he can kind yeah. of... He can, like... He has the force, basically. Yeah. Like, he can control matter with his mind when he wants to but sometimes he can't like i don't know it's like you'd think ideally just kill everybody that way right <laughs> like you don't yeah. have to pogo stick a man to death just snap his neck with your with your powers right that's what, <laughs> that's what you think but you know yeah that's yeah they they throughout this franchise they are really really inconsistent with the rules of leprechauns right because they really underestimated the attention spans of the hardcore leprechaun fan base <laughs> yeah. uh <laughs> so but, me and you yeah <laughs> Yeah, the Leprechaun fan base is right here. It's right um, here. And, um, oh, I, I, I also, I mean, the, the interesting thing about the first Leprechaun movie is it's also, it feels pretty nerf. Like, I think mm. it's an R-rated movie, but it feels yeah. like it's made for children. Um, Almost, yeah. The sense of humor is very childish. Like, I was thinking about little just lame gags, like when Ozzy is like... He's has the gold coin and he's like, oh, is this the gold? And he like bites into it, like because he's stupid, I guess. Yeah. And the kid's just like, watch it, Jaws or whatever, and it's something like, like that. Some oh. stupid. Yeah, it's not memorable. Right. Like that's why I can't. Remember. It's just it's not. But then you get stupid. You get fuck you, lucky charms at the end, which is nice. That's a nice little thing, and it's that's nice something that comes back later in the in the, in the series too. They kind of pay homage. One thing I found this in my old notes the first time I watched this movie, something I thought was so silly was like they they find the four leaf clover because that's something that's established. It's right. A, it's a weakness for the leprechaun. For him, yeah. And they they find one, they pick it out, and uh, Jen Franson takes it and she kind of very like nonchalant, like she, as she's leaving the frame, she goes, "Okay, I'm gonna go put this on the leprechaun." And I thought that was so weird. Like I was like, <laughs> "What? You're gonna put it on him? Like what does that mean? Like?" What, are you going to be like, come here and set it on his head? I don't <laughs> understand. Like, it, it was clearly like they didn't know what line to put there to end the scene. <laughs> like, <laughs> and it also seemed ADR'd, but... Yeah. Uh, let's move on from the first Leprechaun film. I will say something that was notable. <laughs> Another thing that's notable about this is... Uh, and uh, a bit... Well, I can't say unbelievable because this whole franchise is very unbelievable. But mm-hmm. um, how they get rid of the Leprechaun at the end is they take the um, four-leaf clover. And I think Alex is the little, is the boy's name. He takes a sling... He puts it in a slingshot. Yes. And he slings it into Leprechaun's mouth. Mm. At which point he starts like foaming and like green blood comes out of his mouth. That's when he says the iconic line. That's when he says Fuck the iconic you, line. Charms. Fuck you, Lucky Charms. Yeah. Yes. And then uh, he falls down the well and then they set the well on fire. And you see, uh, that's actually a good moment actually of um, the practical effects in 
in this franchise. Yeah. Um, is that you see his face, uh, the leprechaun's face, like, melting off, and then he gets, like, thrown into the well and all that stuff. Um, but then you get this voiceover at the end from the leprechaun where he's like, oh, I'm not really dead. Even yes. though I just got burned and my face melted. Implying and, he might return. Um, <laughs> implying he might return. And then he returns um, not at all how uh, you would expect in the second movie. Right. Well, that's one thing, is there is absolutely no semblance of continuity. There is no, yeah, no continuity at all in this movie besides... The most recent iteration, right? Which we'll get to because I think we'll I think to. that's interesting. Um, yes, but th- these, yeah, these movies make no attempt at at like continuing what's set up in previous films, and also no attempt at like consistent lore. Like the Leprechaun's backstory changes film to film. Um, his y- there are certain aspects to his magic that are just kind of introduced willy nilly. Uh, yeah. Like I said, underestimated the fan base, uh, <laughs> us two. Um, before we uh, talk about Leprechaun 2, I wanted to mention we're drinking um, uh, Shamrock Shakes right now, in keeping with the theme. Yes. Uh, we were late to start recording because I had to pick these up <laughs> as but a gimmick. It's, it's worth it. It's worth it. And this is your first I was Yeah, I mentioned to Johnny before we started that this is actually my first time ever having a Shamrock Shake, which a lot of people would be surprised by. Um, What's your review? Uh, they're good. I like it. I mean, it's just... I mean, it's a McDonald's shake. And yeah. it's minty. So, I... <laughs> no, so that's good. You know, it's a McDonald's shake. What else can you say about it? It's better than the Leprechaun films. Um, <laughs> so, Leprechaun yeah. 2... Um, if there's, like, ever a movie that, like, just from the entire look and the entire feel of a film, like, you're like, oh, this was made on the cheap. It's Leprechaun 2. I remember realizing, like... How many shots are just one like handheld shot in this movie? It, it's so like it feels so haphazard. Did yeah. you really, like feel that when you were watching it? Yeah, kind of. I haven't actually watched the movies themselves in a bit. Um, I just refreshed with some some videos, just going mm-hmm. over like the plot and the kills in the movie. Shout probably. out James A. Janice. Yeah, he's a. I'm a big fan of uh, that uh, channel, Dead Meat. Mm-hmm. He needs the shout out. Obviously. He does. I use his videos. Us. Yeah, I think we both use his videos yes. to yeah. to uh, catch up on the uh, Rappacan movies here before we do this. But yeah, uh, no, but yeah, no, you're right. I did feel that. I mean, that's kind of a thing throughout the franchises. None of the movies are very <laughs> don't have a really big budget. I feel yeah. like um, one thing I like in uh, the second Leprechaun movie is right away because uh, the the main guy has this stupid taxi company where he gives people a tour. <laughs> And it's just like the worst thing ever. Like it's this is in the city. Is this New York or something? It's, this is, um, yeah, it's in some city. It's like yeah. in a yeah. It's 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 so they they gave it a bigger like a bigger setting. Like the Leprechaun has more space to work with. They Home Alone would it. Yeah, yeah, essentially. And um, yeah. I right off the bat, you see him trying to advertise his taxi cab company to some people, and uh, we get an appearance by two great character actors, um, uh, Clint Howard and uh, Kimmy Robertson mm-hmm. from Twin Peaks, yep. um, who I've met, and she's very sweet. Um, and uh, yeah, obviously Clint Howard, star of the Ice Cream Man, brother of Ron Howard. Right. Uh, um, they appear for a little bit, which made my jaw drop the first time I watched it. I was like, actual yeah. actors? <laughs> I will say, in this movie, it was kind of jarring seeing, and I didn't even realize this the first time I watched it, but uh, revisiting it, I, I, I realized that there are quite a few celebrity-like cameos are in there? this movie. Well, because there's that, and then... Um, oh, the um, Mad TV guy. Uh, yeah, and then Tony Cox shows up. 
Tony Cox does. He Who's is another weird. iconic, uh, you know, little person. Short, little person. Actor. Yes, famous for an epic movie. He plays Indiana Jones. Uh, <laughs> yeah. He's also in 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 uh, Me Myself and Irene. I think that's the film. He's the guy who runs off with Jim Carrey's wife. Yes. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. And then yeah, leaves yeah. Jim Carrey. To, uh, that's a interesting movie. He he has a bizarre cameo in this in this movie. <laughs> in this, I remember and, um, he shows up in his performance is like. Was it's he? Wild. What was he on? <laughs> yeah, I, like I don't know. I don't know if it was like what his like character was supposed to be, or if he was just on drugs. And yeah. He was like, "All right, I'm here. Let's just do it." And he was like, like, "I'm in Leprechaun too. Right, <laughs> Screw yeah. it." I mean, uh, and then Michael McDonald shows up too. Yes, like, yeah. On TV, he gives a little. He is a, a nice little charismatic performance. So. Yeah, and another uh, notable kill. I feel like from this franchise. Yeah, yeah. Altogether, how do you feel about? Do you feel like it's Leprechaun Two is an improvement over the first one? I feel like it is somewhat an improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, the things, the things that I didn't like about this movie are that it felt a little bit like grosser to me mm-hmm. because of the whole um, storyline of how the Leprechaun kidnaps the main character's girlfriend, mm-hmm. and he like wants to like marry her, right. you know, and all that stuff. So whatever. Um, and the things that he does, like to like the the weird like licking her face and like making her <laughs> put this like slutty dress on and stuff like that, uh, just it's just it's just revolting. Yeah. But again, oh, I forgot. Time. There's that whole prologue in the, the past. Where yeah, they establish the movie starts of a he, where he needs it, a wife. Yeah, where it establishes. Yeah. It's funny because they like I can't remember when it like um when the flashback like started, but it was like it was like something like two thousand years ago or something like mm-hmm. that. But in the first movie, the Leprechaun says he's like seven hundred years old. Right. Again, continuity is not. It's, it's <laughs> almost. It's almost as if the screenwriter for each film hadn't seen the previous movies because they had better things to do. As a, as a struggling screenwriter, they did not need to spend their time watching a Leprechaun movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, like they they kind of introduced this sort of like Beetlejuice esque thing that's like. She's got to sneeze three times without anybody saying "bless you," um, and so the leading lady does sneeze three times. And now the lep's gonna try to make her his bride. There's they also introduce some new weird powers in this. There's one where the leprechaun makes a guy think he's seeing the girl naked. Yeah, which is a strange scene. It has a very obvious body double, which is funny. It's <laughs> it's great. Yeah, you see, uh, like the the main girl, and then she's like. Oh, come here! And she takes off her shirt and whatever, yeah. and like reveals like her boobs underneath. But like the cut from her face, like just her face to like just below her face. Is right? Like, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and then obviously, yeah, it's, she's not really doing that, and it's a trap, and he chops a man up. And there's a lot of these kinds of kills in these movies where it's just like, oh, this is how the kill's gonna happen. And then we cut to blood splattering on a wall or something. And yeah, that's um, it's over. That's fun. It's uh, what is it? It's some sort of just it's just spinning blade. I don't know if it's like a like a specific machine. Yeah, it's just a large machine where there's two giant spinning blades, and he thinks that it's a girl's right. boobs, so he goes to motorboat them, and then one of my favorite parts in this movie yeah. is. The leprechaun. I like that he's very upfront. Like, in fact, more than once, people see him and they're terrified. Right? They're yeah. like, "What are you?" And he goes, "I'm a leprechaun." And I'm like, yeah. I, "I just appreciate that he's he's straightforward." You know? He just, yeah. He just kind of introduces himself. He's like, "This is who I am. This is what I'm here to do." He so. cuts to the chase. Yeah, you know? exactly. But um, obviously, he he does rhymes a lot. This is a big thing. He he does little mm-hmm. poems, um, and he. At one point, and probably my favorite part in all of this film, is the main guy in Morty, this old man, uh, drunk old man. They're hanging out in this bar, 
and there's this shot of them sitting at the bar and the camera like zooms out and we see that the leprechaun is sitting at the bar right next to them. Mm-hmm. And he just looks at him and he goes, did I mention I want me gold? <laughs> Which just makes me laugh because up until that point he says I want me gold many times. Many times. Uh, it's yeah. one of two things that he says all the time. <laughs> uh, and so it's that's it's funny, but just the, the comical like it's a good comical shot the way they zoom out and they just reveal that he's there. Yeah, and he's casually chilling there. And <laughs> then they get into a drinking contest. Yeah, that yeah that leads into a, yeah one of the more memorable scenes of the whole franchise where uh, yeah the leprechaun gets drunk because um, mm. Morty challenges to him to a, a drinking contest, which I don't know if he actually expects to win or not, but I think the point of it was more to just distract the leprechaun so that they could get away. Right. Because then the leprechaun tries to like use his powers to like make like an ashtray come and like like knock into his head but then the ashtray kind of like lazily <laughs> gets up and like kind of floats over but then like crashes because his powers aren't working as well yeah because he's drunk because he's drunk which is i mean keeping in the irish theme of these films you know right get, yeah. get your leprechaun good and drunk and and i like that he has a vice i like that he's you know he's not he's not totally undefeatable our our, our, our leprechaun yeah. he's <laughs> he, he's he stumbles here and there and, and i also like that he's not an immediate threat like he'll play along with your stupid drinking game. Yeah. So, like, he's not going to just try to kill you right away. It kind of messes with you a little bit. Michael Myers is going to do a drinking game. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no, not, not. Morty's death is pretty gross. Morty's death is pretty gross. Um, uh, yeah, he, um, they, so at this point, yeah, the leprechaun, they've met the leprechaun and the leprechaun's like trying to kill them. And uh, they run to this, I don't even know where, but there's just, they're in some building and they manage to trap the leprechaun in a, um, in a what is it an iron like safe mm-hmm. at which point they they establish that leprechauns um that one of their weaknesses is like iron mm-hmm. um which comes up a couple points uh, a couple times um throughout the franchise but, yeah, yeah that's they, consistent that's pretty consistent yeah so yeah they trap him in this safe and um and then the leprechaun is trying to be all tricky and like get himself out so he's like all right i'll give you three wishes and so of course, uh, Morty is like, you know, he's he's all greedy, the greedy old drunk man, and he wants his wishes, even though the main guy, the the main character, is like, no, don't do that. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Um, and, Notice uh, how we say the main guy, and the main girl, because uh, they're not the they're not very memorable. most well defined characters. I have IMDb pulled up so I can remember <laughs> the names of the characters. Um, <laughs> Um, they're all terrible what, that's another thing by the way is all these characters in most of these movies are just terrible especially these first two movies yeah that's rough we don't you don't want to root like I just root for a leprechaun the whole time I'm like yeah kill them all man like I don't want them well, to he's, survive he has the most character to he, does. You know? he does and he has a clear motivation yeah I'm like just let him have his gold just, yeah exactly. what does he do with his gold really like what I don't know does he, it, just... he just owns it yeah, I mean, he's a leprechaun. That's just the whole thing. Okay, well, in that case, as a, as a good socialist, I can't allow this leprechaun to <laughs> run. <laughs> as a proper leftist, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta tax this leprechaun. <laughs> he can't hoard all the gold for himself. <sighs> but yeah, so he um, he tricks Morty into like um, wishing him like out of the because he uh, so he you know he's like what do you want and um, Morty's like I want your gold so I wish for your gold. Mm. Some leprechaun like kind of uh, pulls a wishmaster, yes, uh, type type thing, and uh, grants his way wish. to name drop another superior horror franchise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, um, yeah, about wishmaster. <laughs> oh, that's those are great movies too. Future um, episode, coming. future episode yeah. for sure. Um, but yeah, and uh, he um, he gives Morty the gold by making it appear inside of Morty's stomach. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and then so we get the shot of Morty like laying back on the ground. He's like, you know, he's grabbing his stomach in pain. He lays down. And you, you see, feel it. You feel it. Yeah, yeah it's really it's like, again, it's it's um like the it's really a testament to the practical effects of this franchise. Yeah, pretty good. Um, and I'm a huge I'm a sucker for good practical effects. Um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, we see, like, the cauldron, like, growing inside his stomach, and then it's all in there, and he's, like, groaning. He's like, ah, get out of me. And, and that's, okay, the excitement when he says, because he has to make the wish to get the gold out of him. Right. And he's like, get it out. And immediately I'm like, oh, the leprechaun's just going to rip that out of his, his and stomach. And that's exactly what he does. And I was like, so excited. <laughs> yeah, the leprechaun's like, well, I can't, grant, like, I can't help you until you get me out. So he wishes the leprechaun out of the safe, and then he's like, okay, now get the gold out of me. And so... You know, you he does what you expect. Leprechaun fucking just rips into his stomach, yeah, and just take and takes the gold out and yeah. uh, leaves uh, Mor- Morty uh, to die there, kills him there. And yeah. uh, another handheld shot when the main guy runs out and he holds Morty's dead body with his guts hanging out of his body. Out, and he's yeah. like, no, and uh, it's pretty bad. <laughs> it's yeah, it's pretty bad. But yeah, the kill is another. Yeah, it's, that's a that's a good one. I like the death of the. I remember the death of the leprechaun at the end of this being kind of funny. There's like this wide shot of him. Yeah. He explodes. <laughs> yeah, it's it's weird. Uh, they're also very consistent on how or inconsistent on how they kill the leprechaun each time. How they like how to defeat him. Mm-hmm. Um, how do they do it in this one? Like I remember the death itself of him. Exploding. I remember that he explodes. Oh, I think they just throw an iron rod through him. Is that what happens? I think that's what it is. They just oh. like impale him with an iron rod, and then he just explodes. He just yeah. The writers gave up. <laughs> yeah, they were like, "Now it's time for the movie to end." Um, I remember there's a whole little thing set up with because he's got the girl held captive. Mm-hmm. There's a thing set up with her like getting like a weapon to defend herself, but then it never pays off. He just stops her. Oh yeah, like, she's she, gonna like, has, stab him. She has like a like an ice pick or something. Yeah, and she's like, gonna but stab she fails. Him. So. It totally fails, and they like really build that up. In the the guy has a saver. <laughs> yeah. No, no. So uh, yeah, Leprechaun Two. My rating is. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, I'd I'd rate it a little bit higher than the first one, but it's still down in the lower. Yeah. I'd rate it lower, like in this franchise. It's it's. Yeah. That being said, and I'm not just saying this because James said it on Kill Count. I I firmly believed this. Um, from the first time I saw it. Leprechaun 3, I think, is the best one. I agree. I wholeheartedly agree. And, I'd, uh, yeah, I'd, again, like, I, uh, when I first watched this, this was this movie really just jumped out. Yeah. Like, it, it really, I don't know, it spoke to me <laughs> on a different level. Like, I just... What are the odds? The yeah. Le- Leprechaun, like, by the third movie, they're they're kind of getting it right. <laughs> you yeah. know? That's, a, that's, it's weird because this franchise has one of the, one of my least favorite movies of all time, but also one of my favorite... <laughs> Yeah. Like schlocky horror movies of all time as well. well. It's first of all, it's conceptually great because they put him in Vegas, mm-hmm. which feels like an obvious decision. Like, yeah, you know, you can put Leprechaun like, like I don't know, like it feels like people's first instinct is, oh, this is our guy. We got to put him in creative locations, but Vegas actually does something for the Leprechaun as as a character. Yeah, it, it, you know, as a greedy miser who loves gold. Uh, what's a better place for him to go than a gambling place? Vegas, you know? it's full of people just like him who are greedy and terrible yeah, and he perverted. And, That's uh, when he first shows up. He's like, oh, this is my kind of place. Yeah, you know? exactly. He feels at home. And, um, and because of a that, farmhouse. Like, yeah, a farmhouse. What are they thinking? Yeah. <laughs> and then just general city area. I mean, it's probably a specific city, but I can't remember what it was. Again, just, yeah. it's because it's not memorable. But um, yeah, he really... Um, 
this is a perfect location for him, and uh, and that makes for the best movie in the franchise in many people's opinions. Um, yeah, who have you know fans of this franchise? I should also point out one thing we 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 mentioned with the second one is after the first movie, these movies start kind of piling on the TNA a little bit. Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, there's. As it usually goes, it's like the first movie tries to be classy and not have any nudity, and then it just kind of slowly seeps in. It really just um, yeah. This one has a couple of moments that I remember. There's like <laughs> there's a there's a porn TV trap. Yeah, <laughs> a guy gets Leprechaun killed. Does. Gets uh, yeah, he gets he gets killed because he's well, he wants to have sex with this woman, and she turns into a robot and electrocutes him. Yes, yeah, uh, that was pretty fun. Pretty fun. There's a lot of honestly the, these this movie has a lot of really fun kills and a lot yes. of um, my favorite ones in the whole. Perhaps my favorite of the franchise is this woman who's like she's kind of old and I didn't realize this. She's played by the lead lady from uh, Texas Chainsaw 2. Um, yeah. Yep. But she uh, in this she's supposed to be older, I guess. I don't feel like this was that long after that, but she's yeah. she's kind of this aging lady and she wants, you know, fake lips and hips and she wants to be hot again. And so the leprechaun's like granting her wishes and making her look hotter, but then he ends up just like growing her butt and her boobs and her lips until she's like so fat everywhere she can't fit through a uh, like a door, and then she explodes. Yeah, that's another thing that I like about this movie is well, so the whole concept of this movie is that they find is that like the leprechaun he has all of his coins except for one of them, and his mm. last coin apparently grants wishes. So if you have the coin and you wish something, then that wish comes true and it stays as long as you have the coin. But when somebody else takes the coin, then I guess that goes away. Again, another piece of lore that they just kind of add they in. They just kind of add in here and then it never comes back ever. <laughs> and everybody everybody at home collectively said, sure. Okay. Why not? Yeah, sure. But yeah, and uh, and then each of these characters, like the characters that are introduced that are killed off eventually are have their own little thing. You know, like this girl is... Or like yeah, like you just had this woman is just she wants to be young and beautiful again, and that's established. And then there's this um, there's sleazy perverted ma- magician magician dude, and then he gets killed in his own specific way. And then there's like the the owner of the of the casino, right? And he gets killed off in his own because he's also perverted yeah. and he just wants to have sex with young women. And they all get killed in a way related to their who they vices. Are. Yeah, their yeah, vices, which exactly. is clever. Yeah, there's no neck snapping in this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, the main guy in this is so weird. I remember thinking that when he shows up, he's this guy who is tra- He's driving to college with a check for all of his tuition that his parents gave him. That's important. He has a check. <laughs> his just parents just gave him a check, check for all of his credits um, that he's taking with him to college. And he's stopping in vegas to you know live it up a bit before he starts his academic life and immediately falls for this uh this buxom young woman who works at the casino mm-hmm. um uh she's kind of she, oh she she's the assistant to the magician yeah she's the magician yeah. yeah she's the magician's assistant and her she her car breaks down or she needs a ride to the casino right. or whatever so he and when he sees her he's like such a creep he's like he staring is. at her and he's got like a weird face with <laughs> these big buck eyes uh, and he's our hero. He's our hero. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird because you're expected like like oh okay so he's a hero and then like she's love interest and like you want them to get together but you don't want them to not get really. Together. There's a part where because very soon after that he like gets really greedy and he and he's like winning a bunch of money and he's like I want to run away I want you to come with me and share it with me and I was like that this man's. Yeah, losing it. Although pulling a, pulling a card from Disney and trying to run off with a girl right. that he just met. Uh, Although they do add in this kind of 
fun little subplot of the the guy slowly turning into a leprechaun. Uh, yep. <laughs> For some reason, I don't remember why. I, well, but, yeah, I think it's earlier on in the movie, or maybe like halfway through the movie ish. He um, he has a hotel room. Like the the owner of the hotel gives him like his own hotel room because he wants him to stay and like waste his money and whatever. And um, so he's in his hotel room. He's he um, he's like washing up or whatever. And then the leprechaun appears to take his like his his coin bag. And they get into a bit of a scuffle, and the leprechaun, like, um, gets to some... Well, they both get, like, injuries. Um, the guy gets a huge injury on his arm, and then the leprechaun's... The, le- the blood that was already coming from leprechaun gets seeps into his wound and mixes with his blood. Right. So then he becomes a leprechaun. A genius. <laughs> Just, yeah, genius writing. <laughs> also, if I'm not mistaken, I think the leprechaun only rhymes in this movie. I don't think yeah. he ever says a non-rhyming line. Yeah, because before he would like rhyme, but then he would have like these like one-liners when he would like kill people and stuff like that. And yeah. now he he only he only spoke in rhymes throughout this whole movie. Yeah, um, which drastically changed in the next movie. But uh, yes, we'll talk about yes. that in a second. I do um, want to point out this film is directed by Brian Trenchard Smith, and he the guy's a cinephile. He's on um he's been on uh, trailers from hell quite a few times, and he 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 knows what he's talking about when he talks about movies. And so I think that. I think a guy. It takes a guy like him to look at this property and go, "This is what it needs." Yeah. And um, you know, obviously, like I said before, we're grading on a curve here. But <laughs> uh, yeah, Leprechaun Three, just kind of everything you would want from this type of movie. Yeah, um, the thing that you would expect from when you watch the first movie and you don't get that, and then you you and it builds up to this, to this, and you just you just get this yeah. movie full of these awesome kills and this really schlocky leprechaun rhyming and another guy turns into a leprechaun there's just this, there's a whole bunch of stuff that it just it's just how does, it all hits different how does the leprechaun die at the end of this one um they burn his pot of gold and yes then he burns up perfect and that's it <laughs> <laughs> could have done that the whole time they took a flamethrower <laughs> i think and just like flame like this by the way this metal cauldron full yeah. of metal coins right set it on fire and of it course. burned him that's and he, and Why he not? Yeah, it's Leprechaun Three. Um, <laughs> um, but that, yeah. that, they must as well have that text show up on the screen. Why not? It's Leprechaun not? Three. Yeah, that's just the whole just tagline for this franchise. Is yes. sure okay? Why yeah. not? And so after we got the peak of the franchise, um, they they perhaps jumped the shark a little bit with the next one. Naturally, you brought him to the city. You brought him to Vegas. Uh, what's next? What where's next to go? But space, space. Um, all the great horror franchises went to space. Jason Voorhees went to space. Um, Pinhead went to space. Uh, <laughs> everyone that matters. Actually, I think those are the only ones. Like, <laughs> there's probably more. There's but... definitely more. But Leprechaun, I feel like Leprechaun 4. Leprechaun 4 in space is also such an absurd title. Like, <laughs> what, what a weird... Just le- call it Leprechaun in space. What, like, Leprechaun 4 in space. Leprechaun 4 colon in space. That's a... That's a strange title decision. Yeah, you could have just said Leprechaun in Space. First of all, the numbers don't matter. Yeah, None of these no, movies yeah. are continuity. No, there's no reason to add... <laughs> yeah, because honestly, with these movies, it's just... The, each movie, it's like... Okay, so it's Warwick Davis playing Leprechaun, so it's right. like supposedly the same character, but it feels like each movie is telling a completely different story. Uh, uh, possibly about a different Leprechaun. Possibly, yeah. it, It's just, you know, not to be racist, but maybe all Leprechauns look alike and sound alike. That, you know? Maybe, I don't maybe know. Maybe they all look and sound like Warwick Davis in makeup, but... Uh, but yeah, yeah, so... So Leprechaun 4 in space, also directed by Brian Trenchard-Smith, I have to point out. I think he's the only returning director in the franchise. 
Yeah, and I don't know what what happened. <laughs> I, I don't know what happened. He he made a he gave us the best movie in the franchise, and then gave us, in my opinion, possibly the worst movie in the Ooh, franchise. Wow, wow! Um, I remember you the first time you watched this. I, I I I forgot what context I saw you next, but you said I watched my new least favorite movie. Yeah, I decided when I watched Leprechaun Four in Space. I after that movie, I sat there and I thought, okay, I think I can commonly say this is my <laughs> least favorite movie of all time. I made sure to watch the other Leprechaun movies first, just to make right. sure I didn't like those like um, worse than this one. But no, this is my least favorite movie in the franchise, and um, at the time of all time, um, that's changed since then. Yeah, um, my new least favorite movie of all time is The Last Airbender. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, is... is this your second least favorite movie of all Probably. time? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched a lot of bad movies since then, but I don't, I don't sure. know. Well, good. Yeah. It's, so, it's important to grow your bad movie education. Yeah. Um, well, because the thing with this is that it's more interesting than, like, say, the first Leprechaun movie. But just... <sighs> it's hard. Okay, the CGI, first of all, looks fucking awful in this it is absolutely abysmal it's just they have these shots where it's like the ship flying through space and it looks like it's from it looks worse than a playstation one game Mm. yeah like it's it was it's so this is where i should confess to you that this is one of my favorite movies in the leprechaun franchise yeah no i do that yeah (laughs) well and and okay so to explain, I mean, you got to take into account the time of night I was watching this, the place I was in my life, and um, I think I just, I I burst into hysterical fits of laughter at multiple points watching this movie. In retrospect, I believe that could have just been the fact that I wasn't laughing at the movie, but instead I was laughing at myself for sitting there and watching it. Like, like do you ever watch something so dumb that you start to see yourself watching it, and you're yeah. like, I'm a grown adult, and I'm doing this right now. Yeah. Like, and I just couldn't help but laugh. But, okay, so first of all, the major ding I would put on this movie, no rhymes. Oh, yeah, that's another thing. I think this is probably a big <laughs> a big part of why I hate this movie so much, yeah. is that he does not rhyme ever in this movie. Never. He just says he just says random shit. I would not be surprised if this was just a script for some alien ripoff. Yeah. That because they don't even That's call exactly. him a leprechaun at any point. No, they don't. He, he they just assume he they just see him. Just like, they're like, oh, it's some sort of like alien monster creature, and right. then he starts killing them in the spaceship, and it's a, just a blatant alien ripoff. Yeah, yeah. No, I it literally. I think they took an alien ripoff script, and they didn't even change anything about it because you don't need to. There's nothing in this movie that is remotely like leprechaun related like related to his lore or anything right he doesn't even i don't think he even talks about wanting gold in this what does he want (laughs) what's his motivation the princess oh okay the space princess (laughs) right yes there's a space princess who's maybe my favorite part of the film i I do like okay i do like i like the leprechaun because there's a space princess who he captures at the beginning of the film off screen Uh, uh this movie begins in media res uh, he's he has already captured this uh, this 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 lady, and um, she's like scantily clad and covered in glitter, and um, I I just and then she just kind of decides to be his wife. She's like, all right, fine, and she decides to do evil stuff with yeah. him, and I think that's great. I like the the leprechaun having a 
an attractive female sidekick who's just totally happy with all of the evil stuff that he's doing. Yeah, it's, I, it's it, it added something. It, was it something. did add something. Well, because I think the whole thing was that like her dad, the king of space. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> the king of space. She just, they just established that she's like a space princess, and I don't yeah. even know if they say they probably say that Princess Zarina. I don't. I don't. Maybe she's from a certain planet or something. I don't yeah. even remember, but. She, I, I think it's established at some point. She's that just, her, the, she's just from England. She's a. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they don't say. She just happened to find herself in space, right? She's, yeah, she's part of the royal family in England. But yeah, no, I think it's established that her her royal family is not actually very like well off. And yes. then when she when the leprechaun like captures her, she notices that he has a lot of gold and like valuable things, right. and she's like, oh well, it's yeah, literally right. half of his personality. Yeah. Hmm. So there's a space princess. Um, there is a um, a ragtag team of uh, a ragtag team space of like, military soldiers. Yeah, yeah sort of. Um, there's an evil scientist who is a cyborg and who turns into a giant spider at the end of the movie. Who's also kind of a Nazi. Who's also a Nazi. Yeah, I don't know if they explicitly call him a Nazi, but he's supposed to be. Well, he's Nazi. German. Yeah, right, right. And as we know about Germans, <laughs> they're Nazis. Well, it's a '90s like like slasher he, movie. He's set he's, in space, and he's German. So but he's, he's he has an evil German accent. He like does. it's like, yeah. like there are German accents in film. Like what well, is like like I explicitly told you not yeah. to double cross, man. <laughs> like it's I don't I can't explain. No, that. no, you're right. That's actually pretty accurate. It's there's there's regular German accents, and then there's evil German accents. Right. And so you right. just hear it, and you just think. He's a Nazi. Yeah, but I don't think yeah. they ever actually like say, "Oh, he's a Nazi." But right. anyway, luckily, I mean, is there, is there like a? There's no Jewish characters in the film. We never find out. There you go. You know? so you know, so <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, their space. Their, their <laughs> Mel Gibson turned down this role. <laughs> <laughs> I was. Oh my goodness! Stupid. Oh, Imagine. they should make a remake of this. And have <laughs> Mel Gibson. Because they obviously don't care that Mel Gibson is in movies. They missed. They missed the window. There was a period of time where Mel Gibson didn't have a career, and they could have gotten him. In to do well, that. his most recent movie, if I'm not mistaken, he plays Santa Claus. And yes, uh, I, saw, I saw that movie. Assassin Fat that Man. tries to um, kill him. Yes, not a great film. I heard it wasn't great. I haven't. But I didn't, still, significantly better than most of the Leprechaun <laughs> movies. I would say. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway. Um, yeah, and then the uh, commander of this um, military group is this guy who has, has a metal plate. Has a metal plate in his head. And can I ask you this? Did he remind you of a certain actor? Did he remind you of a certain person? Because yes. he did, he reminded me of one. Yes. Who did he remind you of? Um, I don't remember. Oh. <laughs> well, okay. no, because I remember watching the movie and I remember thinking um, he reminded me of someone and I looked it up and I, I don't know if I ever figured it out. Um, but I haven't seen the movie since. So I think his performance distinctly feels like a Bill Murray performance. Um, okay. And it, it specifically comes up in moments when he's yelling. Like it reminds me of in Scrooged when Bill Murray is walking down the street and he's like he's like yelling to himself and he's like, and she's going to be devoted to me <laughs> and my wants and my needs. I think of that scene, but it's... This guy who's actually supposed to be a serious military <laughs> commander, <laughs> when he comes across like Bill Murray sarcastically doing a performance. Um, Interesting. That's all I had to say. He's great. He's my favorite part of the movie. He's, <laughs> he's so um, and I will say too, at some point, it, um, it is revealed that he is also a cyborg for some reason. Uh, for some, because that's you just have to have like as you know, because of Alien, you have to have your reveal that someone is secretly a uh, cyborg. Yes. 
Is the Nazi a cyborg or is he just a, par- a person who's like half a robot, like Robocop or something? I yeah, I guess because well, because because they turn him into a giant well, spider. Well, because yeah, because what happens is when <laughs> as how he's introduced is you just see his head through like TV screens. Right. It's a reveal like, later on. That he's, right. It's a reveal later on where they're they're like arguing about like what to do about yeah. this like leprechaun situation and everything, and all of a sudden <laughs> the doors dramatically open and the scientist comes through and he's like he's got like one arm. He's got like one real arm, and then he's got his like head and neck like sloppily plastered onto like yeah. a, a metal like. Just like it, not, it's not even a body; it's just like a rolling like cart. Yeah, yeah. That he's on. Okay, hey, okay. But I have to tell you something. Um, how can this be your least favorite Leprechaun movie when this is the only one where he comes out of a man's penis? Okay, I will say I was going to bring that up. Um, <laughs> the I will first say we did not have the, that. One of my favorite parts in all of the <laughs> franchise just does come from this movie, which is why every time I think about this movie, I do think, is it my least favorite in the franchise? Because there are, there are a few iconic moments, I feel mm. like, uh, including this one where in the beginning of the movie, they're on this planet, this, the military team or whatever, on this planet, and they come across a leprechaun and they, like, they, they're like firing on him and they blow him up mm. and um, his like, body is, on the, is in, like, in pieces and it's like the main part of his like, mangled body is like on the ground. And the, one of the douchier military guys goes to pee. He's like... Commander, hey, look at this. And he goes and pees on Leprechaun's body. And then everyone's like cheering him on. They're like, yeah, fuck the Leprechaun. Or they don't say Leprechaun, but whatever. Fuck that guy. And so he goes and pees on the body. And he's like, yeah. And then you see uh, through a little bit of uh, CGI magic, you see mm. the Leprechaun, um, his his green lightning energy go up yes. through the pee stream. Into the man's urethra. Into the man's urethra. And then yeah. later, when he's about to get it on with one of the female. The girl, uh, the lady from Home Improvement. Ladies, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's about to. Uh, they're about to, you know, get sexy, and um, he. Uh, it's it's kind of a fake out at first because it's like the illusion that he's just getting a really huge erection. Yeah, and then it's like, oh no, there's. Yeah, this. and then he's like, he starts to like feel pain, and then you start yeah. to notice something's wrong, and then the leprechaun comes out <laughs> of his penis. Um, and then he says something, and I really wish I remember. Oh, he says something like, "Should have used a prophylactic." Yes. Or, Should he use a prophylactic? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is he does a line. Yeah, look, um in a <laughs> in a world filled to the brim with tired alien parodies, how did nobody think of the alien pops out of a man's <laughs> penis? Especially with the original alien having the shape of a head that kind of looks like a penis. Right. I would have done that in the original alien. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ridley Scott. You're better. You're smarter than this. Come on. <laughs> Should have come out of the man's penis. Uh, that anyway. is a very notable part of the movie, um, and that is something to argue for um, the 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 quality of this movie compared to the other ones. But um, yes. Well, okay. So I'll concede the effects are very bad. Yeah. This movie has some in, some awful opticals, bad, yeah. some early CG. The first shot of the ship. It's like the first shot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Your jaw drops at how bad it is. It starts and you're like, oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> what? That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Here we go. All I right. think, okay, but the, so this is, I think that Leprechaun 3 and 4 encompass the two extremes for me. Yeah. And that's why they're my two favorite films in the franchise. Because I understand that. Uh, Leprechaun 3 is, is genuinely good as far as Leprechaun oh, yeah. movie goes. Leprechaun 4 is, as I said, I'm a masochist sometimes when it comes to film. And, uh... When that's my first reaction, when the first thing I, I see the first shot of the movie and I go, oh God, uh, great, A plus. <laughs> yeah, that's a, no, you know what? That's and that's a solid point to make because I also consider myself somewhat of a movie masochist because mm. I'll like 
if a movie, if I know a movie is bad, I'll be like, all right, well, I have to check this out. And then I yeah. go and watch the movie and the movie starts. And if the movie starts and I think, oh God, I'm going to keep on watching the movie because I know <laughs> I just have to, I have to see. That's the whole reason why I watched The Last Airbender in the first place because right. I watched the Avatar series because everyone was like, you should watch this. And I remember watching it. You were like, wow, this is really good. I was like, this is amazing. And then I knew that The Last Airbender <laughs> was absolutely terrible. One of the, considered one of the worst movies of all time. Yeah. And I was like, well... I gotta watch it. So right. I did, and it was the worst two hours of my life. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, um, yeah. So, Leprechaun 4 in space. Um, <laughs> on a, on a movie masochist, um, from a movie masochist right. sort of uh, approach to it, it's, yeah. it is well, it's, everything that you could hope it, for. It's absolute garbage. Absolute garbage. Uh, yeah. I, and, I mean, I do appreciate... I think it's just like it, it makes me feel something. Yeah. You know, like when you watch these Leprechaun movies back to back, you just want to grab. You want something to in, in, just put a feeling in you. And the, the, this movie is just so trashy and so bad. Uh, so it's the, the, at this point the sleaziest movie in the franchise mm-hmm. with the, the penis kill and, um, and uh, yeah. uh, the, at one point the princess. Uh, Shows her boobs to some of the soldiers to distract them. Oh, yeah. Uh, which is so shameless. And, you know, it's like the first movie, even the first, like the first two movies just don't make me feel anything. I feel yeah. like I just kind of sit there and I'm like, ugh, the whole time because there's nothing to grasp onto. And this movie is just, it's a constant barrage of awfulness <laughs> to where, like, I'm, yeah. at least I'm like, I, I feel like I'm alive. <laughs> yeah, no, you're right. I mean, to be fair, yeah, the third and fourth movies are definitely the two movies that make me feel the most yes. feelings right. <laughs> of all the movies. Sure. Whether it be, what the fuck is this? <laughs> or, wow, this is so cool. Or whatever. Sure. Um, but, yeah, so, Leprechaun 4 in space. What definitely the wackiest movie um, of the franchise. Do you know the YouTube channel Good Bad Flicks? I've heard of it. It's I one of my favorite YouTube shows. This is his favorite Leprechaun film. This is his Four in Space. Uh, right. So props to him. Cecil, if you're listening, big fan. Um, and uh, the next film, which is, this is funny. Also, like, if there's anything Leprechaun's known for, it's the fact that they went to space before they went to the hood. <laughs> that was... That's an that was like okay, so we got we started a little <laughs> like a farmhouse sort of thing. Okay, we right. moved to the city, and then like, okay, lost or Las Vegas, Vegas. Okay, getting bigger. Okay, now we're gonna jump to space. Right. Okay, what can we do after that? Yeah, we gotta go to the hood. <laughs> That's the next step up from space. It shows they they blew their the load hood. a little too early. Yeah. Uh, um, you know, for for to use a crude expression, I, maybe they didn't expect to make more movies after Leprechaun Four in yeah. space. But yeah, Leprechaun in the Hood. Um, which stars Ice T. Yeah, yep, that's. And I remember I saw that name on the poster, and I was like, nah, like I don't know. I just I that was difficult to believe that just a name actor, you know, was played a lead role. Like at least Jennifer Aniston wasn't famous yet, you know. Right. And so when I watched the movie, Ice T is in the opening scene. He's got like an afro mm-hmm. and it's like the cold open. It's like before the credits. And I remember right. thinking like, oh, he's going to die. Like he's going to die in the first scene. That's what you think. Yeah. So they can bill Ice T and say he's in the movie. Uh, but he's, plays a he's a prominent role. character yeah. throughout the movie. Surprisingly enough. Surprisingly enough. Yeah. Ice T needed a new boat or something. And this came out in 2000. So this was, had he been in uh, SVU? At this I point? think he had already started doing, started SVU. doing SVU. Yeah. Yeah. 
So that's interesting. <laughs> um, so yeah, we have Leprechaun Five in the Hood. Um, yes, and, um, well, and and more smartly titled than the fourth one because they just dropped the numbers. Now. They, they did it's drop just the number. Leprechaun in the Hood. It's just Leprechaun in the Hood. Yeah, uh, you know, um, finally, yeah, <laughs> let's and quit deluding ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> this is great because I'm looking at the poster for Leprechaun in the Hood, and it says Warwick Davis and Ice T as like right. build, and the and the, <laughs> the two and the, stars, and the tagline is "Evils in the House." Yes, and this this is okay. Very this is interesting thing. because in this movie they return to some lore set up by the third movie. Yep. Which is that there's like this medallion that when it's around the leprechaun's neck, he's like a statue. Yeah, they established this in the third movie um, because the some crazy dude in the beginning of the third movie gives this pawn shop owner um, a statue of leprechaun. Yes. Um, and he's like, please take this, I don't want it. And then the, uh, the pawn shop owner's like, oh, this medallion is cool. And he takes it off the... And the guy's ground. like, oh, no, no, don't take the medallion off. And he's like, okay, sure, buddy. <laughs> like, it's just so... Right. And then he takes it off and the leprechaun comes to life. And so, yeah, so it's established again in this that um, um, in, in this cold open, they see the leprechaun statue with yeah. the medallion on it. They take it off. Sure enough, he comes to life. Right. Um, and kills the other guy that... Um, Ice T is with I don't even remember that guy, but he was um, he he killed him by taking out a um, uh, uh, the comb from his hair, yes, stabbing him in the neck with the it. pick, yeah, the pick, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, immediately a very a very hood yeah. kill, you know. So yeah, I, I, like that's one thing, and one thing I have to point out is one of the great things about this franchise is that since the leprechaun is like he can take destruction and he can reheal, you get a lot of great gooey green gore with you do, the yeah. leprechaun quite often. Um, and then, and, and this is something I—I I was a little hard on this movie the first time I watched it. I think if you look at my letterbox, I had this rated lower than the first two, and I, I take that back. Yeah, I would much rather watch Leprechaun in the Hood. Than, like for one thing, the characters are a little more endearing. They this, are. You They're know? actually interesting. You actually kind of root for them. Yeah. And this, they feel a little too good for this movie. Um, it's uh, <laughs> yeah. So the main characters in this movie are three rappers. This like rap group, I guess. And yeah. the lead, um, the, I guess the leader of them or the lead rapper is uh, his name is Postmaster P. Postmaster P. That's yeah, what they yeah. Because yeah. he sends a positive message. He sends a positive message. Yeah, that's what the P stands for. I also like to point out that Ice T's character is named Mac Daddy. Yes. Um, which is just one of the most... Did that make you think of the iconic line from Final Destination? Where <laughs> Tony Todd says you don't want to fuck with that Mac Daddy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another superior horror franchise. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, what, yeah, so Mac Daddy, which is just a very, I feel like, just stereotypical just name because he's like a pimp isn't he yeah yeah movie. he's a pimp i think yeah yeah, yeah. he's a businessman the, he has this nice little scene with the the leprechaun where they meet in a bathroom and uh he gives the leprechaun some weed and like he's he gives him a puff of his joint and the leprechaun's like a friend with weed is a friend indeed you know <laughs> yeah that's cute yeah another, yeah another thing <laughs> I like about the leprechaun is that he like you said before he kind of um he kind of hangs out with people before he kills them and he like yeah. he'll, 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 he'll like he'll drink or he's he'll, a little uh, chill he'll, he'll, d- he'll take a puff off a joint he'll hit a bong he'll hit a bong yeah, yeah exactly um there there is a uh a, 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 a problematic portrayal of a of a trans person in this film yes yes um was that this one or is that back to the hood am i wrong it's this one, right? It is this one. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. And I don't remember this because this character was introduced and killed off very quickly. Yes. In this movie. And so it's not very memorable, but it's memorable. Like the character itself is memorable enough because. I hate to disappoint people, but the fifth Leprechaun movie that was released direct to video in the early 2000s <laughs> does not have the most <laughs> progressive portrayal of a trans woman <laughs> on screen. <laughs> 
Um, oh boy. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of played as like a joke, and then she gets yeah. killed for nothing. Like it's yeah. kind of yeah. Lep's just a dick. That's a hate crime. <laughs> yeah, and I, that also that that scene where she dies kind of kind of disturbs me a little bit because yeah. it's all that happens is like she she hits on like the leprechaun and he's like all right and yeah. so they go into the room together and then they go under the covers and it's implied that they're having sex and yeah. then she just dies D- it, he kills her he, he fucks her to death is that the implication i think so i think the implication because because oh i think when it cuts back it looks like he just strangled her yeah something. i think so which is like, very bizarre yeah because that's not fun <laughs> <laughs> Strangling kills are not fun. No, they're really not. It, it, it feels awfully like yeah, it's it, it's a little perverse. The it, like strangling the trans woman to death in bed. Like I don't know. I, I yeah. for a leprechaun movie that's it's just... another it's another moment in the <laughs> leprechaun franchise that just makes me like kind of real. You know, this kind of makes me yeah like, grosses me out. Kind of like it's just because yes. of how perverse this character is. It feels yeah, it doesn't feel fun. No, because the leprechaun character is fun. Mm-hmm. And to see, yeah, to see him do something, like, to see him strangle somebody is just not fun. And, it, yeah, it makes you, real is a good word, and, and I think that's one of the reasons, like, when you get to that point in this movie and you're watching it for the first time, you're kind of rooting against it after that. You're yeah. just like, like, I kind of don't li- like this. And um, um, the, we build to a, a climactic... Oh yeah, yeah. He doesn't. He control women. He controls like he women. does. It's established yeah. that he has like he can like mind control mind control people, I guess. Yeah. And so there's like this group of I think it's like three women who he like. Yeah, he like mind controls. They have like green eyes. He and, has like, a posse. This, like tramp, whatever. Yeah. This like trance or whatever. And um, and then uh, at the end of the movie, they perform um, a song. They perform a song. A lep in the hood, up, up to no hood, good, up to no good. Which, okay, when it happened in the movie. I was like, okay, f- f- sure. <laughs> like, I remember when it gets to the end of this movie and the leprechaun starts rapping. I was like, of course he does. It's another. It's, just, it's another why not moment. Yeah, it's some another people, thing some, where at this point, when you've watched the first four movies and you've watched all of Leprechaun Five, like up to like the end part, and this happens, you're like, yeah. How do you not expect the leprechaun to rap at some point in Leprechaun in the Hood? In in the Hood, yeah. Like you, you've you gotta it's... also and like I said, at least like I'm feeling something. It's something. It's yeah. something to grasp onto. Whether exactly. it's good or bad, um, more bad. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm I'm yeah. It's like I don't know. I'm like, and at least it looks like Warwick Davis is kind of enjoying himself. You know, <laughs> he's chewing the scenery a little bit. He is. No, he is. He is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I don't remember much about. Leprechaun, really, though, to be yeah, honest. that's the thing about like. I remember two of the lead guys die. Yeah, and um, the one guy. Um, there's a. It's a little emotional because I was actually... just there's a surprisingly emotional scene where it's like the three like rapper dudes and the Leprechaun shows up. Yeah. And he's like, "Gave me my." He's like this golden whistle. That, that's another thing in this movie. It's a golden whistle or flutes or something. Where when the um, the uh, postmaster P, the main guy, when he blows into it, it like puts people in like a trance. Yes. It makes people like his music because his music is bad. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he wants to keep it, right? And then so Leprechaun tracks him down. He's like, give it back to me. And he's like, no, I don't want to. So he takes the... So um, one of his friends had taken out a gun and like pointed at the Leprechaun. And mm. Leprechaun makes him point the gun like at himself. Yes. And then so the dude... And he's like, okay, fine. So he gives the flute back and the Leprechaun kills the guy anyway. Yeah. Yeah. 
Well, after after the after he kind of shows rage to the leprechaun, like he's oh yeah, of, he's like mad. Oh right, right, right. Yeah. He's like mad, and he's like no, like yeah, yeah, no, right. Because he, he like they're still mad at him, and he's like he doesn't want to give up the flute and everything. So the guy like kind of attacks him, and the leprechaun's like, well, yeah, okay then. So he, yeah, and he makes him shoot himself, and it's uh, yeah, it's, it's surprisingly emotional. Yeah, in this movie, because this movie actually kind of makes you cares about the main character, care about the main characters a little bit. Yeah, and then he he's like the only one who doesn't get a happy ending. Yeah, <laughs> like this is actually the only Leprechaun movie where the Leprechaun's not dead at the end. Uh, yeah, he, he ends up getting the postmaster P under his mind control, turns into him into a successful rapper, mind you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> and then so maybe it's not all bad. Um, and then uh, yeah, the movie ends. The movie ends with Lep in the hood come to do no good. Yes, and then we have. The final outing for Warwick Davis as the Leprechaun in Leprechaun Back. I was speaking of ludicrous titles. Back two, as in the number two, then the T H A Hood. Yeah. Which, despite the title, is not a sequel to Leprechaun in the Hood. Doesn't acknowledge no. the events of that movie. It's another anyway. movie. It's just yeah. It's another movie where it just feels like a story right. on its own. It doesn't have anything to do with the previous movies. It opens with like the prologue from Shrek with like a storybook and somebody <laughs> explaining the backstory of the Leprechaun, which is bizarre. Well, if you remember, that's how the first movie um, opens up too. Well, the first movie opens with you seeing him in like his cellar, right? Yeah. Yeah. This one opens with like a storybook. And like an okay. animation, right, right, saying right, right. like, "Oh, the leprechaun was mischievous," and and he's like the last leprechaun. Oh yeah, no, um, the um, I think it was the okay. What I'm thinking of is I think it was Leprechaun in space, four in space, mm. that opens up the exact same way the first one does. Yes, but slightly different. Like, I think you're right. Slightly different, I think. Yeah, but yeah, no, but this one opens up as like well, yeah. no, no. It was in the hood. Actually, opens that way. They okay. open with the same footage, but with a different narration, right? Because the he ends up arriving. That's something that I remember he says about the those. hood at the end. Um, yeah, but yeah. No, back to the hood starts with a yeah a storybook opening and this like animated like um th- like little sh- like scene i guess where um it uh is explaining like the lore of leprechaun yeah and it's surprisingly not like good kind of like the, like, <laughs> yeah. the animated scene is like the animation itself is like it seems like a real cool. movie it don't, yeah it almost seems like a real movie at, uh, yeah at that point and then the rest of the movie starts and then you're like all right we're back to <laughs> We're back to the hood. Yeah, back to the hood. Yeah. Um, I, I remember the the yeah the main guy. In this is like a drug dealer, and uh, the scene of the I was I always thought of the scene where he's like uh, early on he's like on the basketball court with his friends and they're talking about how they're gonna replace the N word with ninja. With ninja, yeah. And then there's a bit where this guy shows up, this like white dude with crazy hair shows up to buy drugs from him, and then the white dude drops the N word. And then they're just like, no, nah, man, it's Ninja. And they're like, all right. And they, like, they, they don't, I don't know. Like, I'm like, realistically, they would teach him not to use that word. Yeah, he would, he would, that would not be as... I don't want to make violent assumptions about anybody, but, you know, he would no, probably... No, it, it would have not have been accepted. Yes, yeah, and, yeah. Like, like as, as well as they accepted. They were just like, oh, no, it's, it, no, it's Ninja. Right. That's, uh, that's not what I'm... Which is cute. It's, it's a cute scene. It's a cute, yeah. <laughs> It's one of the few cute non-leprechaun scenes in one of these movies. Yeah. Um, and, uh, gosh, I, I, this is another, like, these movies, they start fading for me each one. I even, like, I, so I, I got to point out, I didn't even just watch James's videos on these. Like, I, I, I have the uh, digital copies of all these films because mm-hmm. they came with the Blu-ray that I bought. Uh, okay. And I kind of scrubbed through and, you know, 
what took another look at all of these okay. films to refresh myself and i still don't really remember anything about yeah. back to the hood it 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 goes in one ear and comes out the other <laughs> it's kind of the thing where like these this movie and the previous movie the, the two hood movies yeah. of the franchise kind of meld together for me a little bit a little bit it well, i also remember this is the one with that weird the asian character right there's like this this yeah. asian shop owner uh pawn, another pawn shop owner yes uh i think the third pawn shop owner in the series <laughs> i believe <laughs> Yeah, and he's um, like they, they make him like he's trying to like bust a move and trying to dance in front of the, dance, these guys yeah. and it's like in the background of a scene. I remember all the stuff without the leprechaun. I don't remember how the leprechaun factors into the story, but I remember the, the racist Asian stereotype. Yeah, I and think the ninja yeah. scene. It's it's weird. Yeah, cuz I think with the, with um with this uh as far as the leprechaun in, in the story, I think it's just they they find his gold buried somewhere yeah and like oh wow this gold and then the main characters like the main group of like four characters i think it was like they all spend the gold like buying new cars and getting makeovers and yeah stuff, and stuff like that okay oh this one actually does have that kill with the cop that's kind yes. of yes i remember that because the cops they get out of the car or like they Basically, the leprechaun grabs a cop's leg and then rips his leg rips off. off, and then and the guy starts trying to hop towards the leprechaun on one leg, which is pretty. <laughs> kind of pulls a Monty Python. Yeah, like it was <laughs> like just a flesh there. wound. Yeah, yeah. And then he comically just like tips it over, falls over. That's a fun little bit because oftentimes, you know, like that first movie really lacked the gore, and yeah. these sequels, that's the one th- they all have a little bit they of gore. Do have some memorable, nice. yeah. And then another. Um, they kind of extend not the kill itself they extend but they kind of um there's this bit where uh, the leprechaun takes the cop car and he drives to like i don't know there's a scene where there's like a gang mm. like meet up whatever and he like drives up to them and they're all like pulling out their guns and whatever and they're like oh what's this cop car doing here and the cop door like the the door of the cop car opens up and the cop's leg comes out and like steps on the ground yeah and then it falls over. That's a fun gag, yeah. Because it's just like the severed leg, like, and the leprechaun hops out. Yeah, yeah. Because he, yeah, he, he uses the, le- the the foot to mislead them. That's fun. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Um, uh, and I remember at the end they dropped the leprechaun in uh, in some cement. In some cement, wet cement. Yeah, and, yes. and it uh, freezes them into a statue. And it, when I was watching this movie, mm. when that happened, I had this bittersweet feeling of like, oh, that's the last of Warwick Davis in these movies. Like, yeah, it was kind of this, like, oh no. <laughs> the, the redeeming factor of all these movies is now gone, and also probably one of the least memorable like ways that a leprechaun has been dispatched. Yeah, he just ex- kind of falls into wet cement. Yeah, yeah, a little anticlimactic. A little anticlimactic. There is another um, memorable scene, and I feel like in this um, or kill, I guess, where um, he's he's smoking uh, a bong with a guy, mm. and then he kills the guy by impaling him with the bong. Yeah, that's yeah, which is fun. That's cute. Yeah, that's a fun little thing. <laughs> Even uh, though, even though it's like you would expect, like if it was a it was a kill like that, like he would have broken the bong or something. So you're right to make it sharp, but no. Just, yeah. Well, hey, look, movies are hard. Yeah. <laughs> People don't have all day. You gotta you gotta get to the next setup. Yeah. You're burning daylight. Everyone wants to break for lunch or whatever. <laughs> so you, sometimes you can't get your insert shot of a leprechaun breaking a bong. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Do you think like the editor would like? Watch that scene. He's like, "Hey, we forgot the shot of him breaking the bond." And he was like, "No, <laughs> scrap the whole movie. That doesn't make any sense." <laughs> the perfectionist director. Out of all like, of these things yeah. in these movies, he's like, "Well, now people are not going to be like, and <laughs> like, nobody's going to believe. Nobody's yeah. going to believe the realism." How are they going to connect to the action? Yeah. Um, if we keep <laughs> cheating the audience this way. 
<laughs> disrespecting the audience. <laughs> Look, if you if you happen to find yourself watching, if you happen to find yourself balls deep in the Leprechaun movies, if you're at the sixth film and you expect to be respected as a viewer, that's on you. <laughs> that's on you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so should we move on? I, I suppose we should. I really can't remember anything yeah. else about this movie. So they tried to reboot the Leprechaun. Okay. Oh, okay. okay. I don't know what if there's much to say about this movie, but I uh, this might be my least favorite film of all time, I have to say. Leprechaun okay. Origins. <laughs> okay, I just want to say real quick. So yeah, so it's called Leprechaun Origins. Yes. Yeah, it's a, it's a quote-unquote reboot. Yeah. Of the, I'm, I'm looking on the IMDb page, and the first thing that it says in the like the description of like the plot of this movie is yeah. it's not related to the previous Leprechaun movies. Really? Yeah, which is like, I feel not. like that should be on every like, <laughs> like plot summary. Of the <laughs> That's in the plot summary? On IMDb, so on the plot summary, it says not related to the previous Leprechaun films. And they uh, they misspelled Leprechaun. It says Leprechain. <laughs> just shows so nobody, nobody's gone back to check the the IMDb for these, this movie. I mean, okay. Yeah, what a weird decision. Because... Um, uh, so this movie came out in 2014. Yeah. Uh, back to the Hood had come out in 2003, so it was 11 years. And okay, so I mean, it's still it's technically a leprechaun film. This right. movie has one or two references to the previous movies. Yeah. Because okay, for, if you told me not related to the previous leprechaun films, I'd be like, yeah, that's all the leprechaun films. Right. None of them are related to the previous one. But this movie is not even attempting. Yeah, to even more so. Be part of the milieu. <laughs> unattached to. Them. I would go so far as to say I would not be surprised if this movie was filmed without the intention of being a leprechaun movie, and was maybe during reshoots or in post changed i was gonna say that's kind of what this movie feels like it feels like um a creature feature with a bunch of horror cliches with a typical group of teenagers that they made like this movie that they made and then they were like let's slap on a leprechaun title there yeah and this is uh produced by wwe (laughs) i should point out the mark of quality yeah Uh, (laughs) the best films come from wwe and uh and that's because uh hornswoggle uh, A.K.A. Dylan Postel plays the leprechaun in this film, right? Which, po- which is a, it's a stretch to say he plays, yeah, the cause, leprechaun. Cause so the, the whole thing with this movie is that it's so it's a it's a group of teenagers who are like I guess hitchhiking through Ireland, or something. yeah. And they um they they stop. Are they teenagers? Like, they're teenagers or they're thirty somewhere in there, right? <laughs> I think it's implied that maybe they're in college. Yeah, or they're about. Yeah, they do mention that they're studying. That, yeah, they're studying yeah. like in college and stuff. Yeah, so they they stop at this like pub and this kind of um, typical Irishman, like stereotypical, like I feel like Irishman guy, yeah. um, kind of um, is is telling them about. Um, or they're they're trying to like plan like their hike and like one of the guys wants to go on this really long hike that's supposed to take like two days long or something like that yeah and um the guy's like oh i have a cabin that you can stay in all right um i have a cabin so then they they hop in his truck and they go yeah with this strange dude to his cabin in the middle of the woods right which is always this is after a cold opening where you see two people trying to run away from right yeah and that's where they kind of establish like oh the leprechaun in this movie is going to be a feral creature he's a that's yeah that's the whole thing no rhymes in this one either it doesn't talk he he no hats yeah, he, he growls and and he tears people apart. He's just this kind of just general, just feral creature. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so it I, takes away of, it takes away all the fun. Yeah, it's it really like does. what do you have? What are you tapping into the 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 horror sensibilities of the Leprechaun films? Yeah. Like like, and it's not just like okay, you can make a horror movie about a feral creature, but like this movie 
it's like soulless in every single way. It is. And it makes it worse the fact that they wanted it to be a Leprechaun movie. Right. Because now you compare it to the other Leprechaun movies yes. and you're like, it's nothing like those movies at all. It is laughable. I would have rather it... Like it's, the movie would be bad either way, but right. I feel like I would have rather the movie had just been just uh, just some random creature killing people. I would agree because... Without if, the title of Leprechaun. If that was the case, I would have never saw it. So I, I agree. I, I wish the movie was not called Leprechaun. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it would have never made its way into my life. Um, one thing is uh, the main characters of this film are pretty unlikable. The main guy is awful. There, oh, there's yeah. like this scene. I remember there's a scene where like, because it's these two couples and the other couple's like having sex. And then it's like, it cuts to him and he's just being really standoffish and like uh, rude to his girlfriend. Um, because, oh, I think it's like she's putting off studying somewhere so she can stay with him yeah. where he's going. And, it, like, there's this very, like, it's, it almost feels comical, this shot where she's like, hey, babe, and it, like, racks focus. And he turns around and she's standing there in, like, just her panties. And it's it's almost like like a thirsty shot of the girl. <laughs> and, uh, and then he's just like, yeah. And then he, like, turns his head back around and, like, ignores her. And she just goes to bed. And it's like... I, I don't know. I don't like that. I don't like that the movie's like, yeah, this guy's such a jerk, he won't even have sex with his girlfriend when she looks like that. Um, yeah. I hate this movie. I hate everything about it. This movie's it. really sleazy <laughs> as well. It's And it's not sleazy. It still doesn't commit to being sleazy. I don't think right. there's any nudity in the film. Uh, you know, hey, just stop pretending to be a movie. You yeah. know? Just, just, just... That's oh, that's why I respect exploitation more and more every day is because they're not, they're not trying to fool yeah. themselves. You know? Yeah, there's this movie has the illusion of like gravitas and suspense, but there's just no. I, I can't even describe it. There's just nothing. There's no life in there's it. There's no life to it. Yeah, it's just it's the movie was again like so, like I said the movie was made in 2014, so it has a bit of a better like production value, I guess, compared just because the other movies were made in the sure. 90s. You know. That being said, the leprechaun in this film looks god off. He looks terrible. You never really get a good look at him, probably for that reason. They they try to keep him in the dark. Like they try to make it so like oh you don't really know what he looks like. Yeah. Even at a point where like there's a there's a part in the the movie where they're all in the cabin and it's like late at night. And then the leprechaun like breaks into the house and he's like chasing them through the house. Yeah. And it's like a, it's one of the scenes where like you feel like okay this is where they reveal what the leprechaun looks like. Yeah. But you don't. You just see these weird convenience shots where like they'll like turn over a bed on top of him. Yeah. And then they'll go from like their point of view. <laughs> but then when he comes out of the bed, it goes back to his point of view, which yeah. is this weird like heat vision like it's like, like a rip off of predator rip off of predator yeah, thing yeah yeah, yeah the, the way they keep hiding the leprechaun it's like in the austin powers movies when they keep using like uh convoluted ways to hide austin powers penis yeah. when he's walking around naked <laughs> yes. it's just so and then when you get glimpses of his face it's like it's awful it, it looks like a dummy like it looks it's not articulated i don't think you see his mouth moving at all it look it looks like you ever seen that movie elves Oh, uh, I haven't seen it, but you know, I know what it but is. But have you seen the pictures of the elf from Elves? <laughs> yeah, I know what you're talking about. For you listening at home, look at the movie Elves and, and the picture of the elf from that movie. That's what this creature yeah. looks like. Yeah, so... Poor Hornswoggle. Yeah, so the whole thing with this movie is that these um, um, the guy who like convinced them to stay in his cabin or whatever is this dude who has taken up the responsibility of protecting their village by um sacrificing people to the leprechaun mm. like having having people stay in that that cabin locking them in and putting gold like in front of the cabin like he has this gold watch 
that he puts in front of the cabin, and then the leprechaun is like, oh, gold. Yeah. And then he goes... <laughs> but he doesn't he, say it, because this... Well, he doesn't say it, because... Right, exactly. He just goes... Yeah, and then he goes into them, and he tries to kill them, and then these teenagers, I guess, are smarter than the other teenagers, though, because then they get out of the cabin, and... And there's this whole thing where they go between these, like, two... Like, the cabin and this other house, and... The... The... The father, and then... It's the father and his son. Mm. Who is, like, also in it. Um, but the son is, like, a bit more humane, where he kind of feels bad for these characters. He's like, oh, I, I, yeah. I don't like... I don't, I don't like know if we should be murdering all these people, Dad. Right. And I will say that that character... Like, when I watched this, I was, like... I didn't recognize any of these actors, but the guy that plays the son... Yes. Is played by Teach Grant. Teach Grant. Who played the older version of the bully from It in It Chapter 2. I remember because we were sitting in the theater watching It Chapter 2, yeah. you and I. And I think you at one point went over and you said, that's the the uh, indecisive young man right, from, from Leprechaun Origins. <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, moving up in the world, Teach moving Grant. Up, yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's that, and that's what happens in the movie, and then they all die except for the one girl who gets away, the final girl, I guess. And that's where the reference away. comes in. She drops fuck you lucky charms. She has this, um, oh yeah, there's, um, in, in the cold open, yeah. um, the two people that are running away, they both get, like, whatever, dragged away and eaten, but one of them stabs this, like, what, machete, or this large knife into yeah. the ground. which is a bit of a Chekhov's gun, I guess. Yeah, Chekhov's knife. so they stab it into the ground, and then they keep on running, and they die, and then later in the movie, when it's just this girl, and she's running from the leprechaun, and she finds this large knife or machete, whatever, she takes it out of the ground, and then the leprechaun jumps at her, and he, she chops his head off in yeah. a, I will say, a pretty good decapitation scene, I think. Yeah, um, congratulations, movie. You accomplished setup and payoff. <laughs> you, you did. You did a thing. The decapitation itself, I just the decapitation. No, the decapitation is is, is satisfying. It's satisfying, very and good. and I give them credit for setting yeah. up the. You know, cause I wouldn't put it past this movie to just have a machete be there yeah. for no reason. Uh, um, <clears throat> that being said, it's still my least favorite of the franchise. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, <laughs> and I I I um I would like to stop talking about this movie, but I will bring up um another scene in this movie which was very memorable to me, which was a scene in which they were trying to make a trap for this leprechaun. Oh, yeah. Where they were going to have him come through this, like, um, like the, there's, like, this, like, chimney, I guess, and there's also, there's, like, the little hole like, where the, the logs go, and there's, like, a hatch behind it that goes out into the house mm. where he enters, like, the leprechaun enters through. So they were going to have somebody lure him into that, like, yeah. hole, and then they were going to be on the other side of it, ready to, like, swipe at him with, like, they had, like, an axe, I think, ready to, like, chop his head off or, like, kill him as soon as he came to, comes through. But this leprechaun is uh, a smart guy. So the leprechaun ends up, um, the person that they had, like, luring the leprechaun in, they end up having a little tussle where the leprechaun pushes her through the hole, and on instinct, the other girl, the other main girl, swings down the axe yes. onto the the girl, the inner face, through, right yeah. in her face, yeah. and kills her. And I have to say, I rewatched when I, the first time I watched this movie. I played that moment back five times because there were a few things I was trying to figure out. First of all, I wanted to see who actually killed her because it's very rare that your final girl accidentally kills one of her friends. Yeah. Usually, if you kill one of the other people, that means you're about to die next because yeah. <laughs> you can't be redeemed or whatever. Right. Um, and so I was trying to figure out which one of them actually landed the axe in the girl's face also the other thing her head comes through like her head stick sticks out from in the hole mm -hmm. and she screams you hear a screaming sound and then the axe hits her in the face but when you watch the scene she's not screaming yeah did, did have you did you notice that i did notice that yeah it's well, just like a dubbed scream <laughs> yeah 
Because actually, I, and I actually remember um, when you um, when you gave me your uh, your copy of the these movies on Blu-ray to watch. Yeah. I watched the um, special features of this movie. Oh wow! Um, where they went, um, it was kind of behind the scenes of like some of like the kills in this movie and like how they did it and stuff like that. And um, so I remember, yeah, I remember that like they they were talking about that scene, and then I went back and watched the scene again, and I noticed that uh, <laughs> her mouth was not lined up with the scream there. Um, so a very memorable part of the movie. Other than that, the movie's great. Other than that, <laughs> other than that one mistake, <laughs> you know. Right. Um, and also the main, um, the guy who is like the boyfriend of like the final girl, or whatever. Yeah. Um, his kill is when his spine gets ripped out. By that's Leprechaun, that's kind of which fun. is also really fun. I yeah. liked that. I didn't um, like how it was filmed though. It's, no, no, no. It was filmed in a very weird way. It's filmed in a very murky, like you're they're intentionally disorienting your view and and, and like yeah. just show it to me just show the guy's spine get ripped out yeah that's know. yeah you just want to see that and it's 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 weird how they shot it but the kill itself um was was fun and yeah. uh, again i enjoy good practical effects and stuff like that so so but, yeah overall definitely i i will say i think i do um um dislike this movie more than leprechaun 4 Oh, okay. In space, yeah. Okay. Because um, re- remembering this movie now, just remembering how detached it was from the previous films, and it just had no life in it, and it was just kind of a drag to watch. This movie could have used a Nazi cyborg doctor. It could have. Who turns into a giant yeah. spider. Um, the Leprechaun didn't even come out of anyone's penis, so... No, yeah. Maybe if it had... Be a different story. Be a different story. Yeah, this <laughs> so, be a very different podcast. Definitely but. the worst uh, movie of the franchise. And with that, we get to the most recent Leprechaun movie. Returns, which came out in 2018 mm-hmm. uh, on the Sci Fi Channel. Um, and I was excited for this movie because I thought, oh, a long gap Leprechaun sequel direct to the Sci Fi Channel. That's the mark of quality. Yeah. Uh, and um, uh, interestingly enough, though, this was directed by. A man named Steve Kostansky. Stephen Kostansky, who directed a movie called The Void that I really like. Did okay. you ever see The Void? No, but I've heard of it. I feel like I might have told you to watch it at some point. I wrote a... Yeah. If you go to ohspress.net, I wrote a review for it on the online... Uh, the At our high school newspaper online. So, <laughs> uh, And I gave it a glowing review. It's sort of like a John Carpenter like throwback film. And so they announced that this guy was doing Leprechaun Returns. And I was like, why is he slumming it with the new Leprechaun movie? And also that, you know, obviously Warwick Davis isn't coming back, which mm-hmm. I felt like that was the obvious thing. Bring Warwick Davis back. Right. I've seen videos of people interviewing him at conventions and stuff and saying like, hey, would you do another Leprechaun movie? And he's like, yeah. And Warwick Davis has this great idea about uh, a Leprechaun making it take place during like the days of pirates and putting him on a pirate ship. Yeah. And, and I'm like, oh my gosh. That's too good of an idea. Right. That's too good for these movies. <laughs> like, in, in a way, Warwick Davis is too good for these movies. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, they did not bring Warwick Davis back. Although, this movie does the very interesting thing of being a direct sequel to the first Leprechaun movie. Kind of pulled a Halloween 2018 sort of situation where right. it kind of retconned everything. Well, retconned. There wasn't anything to retcon. Right. Well, that's, but, it's, and that's interesting to me. Because in the case of the Halloween movies, the first Halloween film is a beloved mm-hmm. classic. Yeah. And has a series of sequels of varying quality. So I understand why maybe somebody would want to rewrite the timeline and say, hey, this is a sequel to the original Halloween. But I don't know anybody who's like a, a purist about that first Leprechaun movie. Yeah. You know, who goes like, oh, 
they ruined it with the sequels. <laughs> like, right. <laughs> so, yeah, but I will yeah. say... We're going I back did, to our roots. Yeah, I will say I did not know much about this movie. All I knew really was that it was um, like sorority girls yeah. who um, buy this house and they awaken and the leprechaun. And mm. then he goes and kills them, and that's all I knew about this movie. I, I did not actually know when I when I watched it. It was I watched it for the first time a week ago. Yeah, and me too. Yeah, I was putting it off. I was just, yeah, yeah, and I did not realize that this was actually a direct sequel to the first movie. Yeah, um, in which the main girl of this movie is the daughter of Tori or Jennifer Aniston's character, right, from the first movie. Which begs the question, like, I wonder if they would have even bothered direct doing the, a direct sequel to the original movie if Jennifer Aniston hadn't have been in that, yeah. you know? Because, like, that kind of gives you something to spring from, you know? Uh, and then you also get uh, Ozzy. Richard. Ozzy comes back with the same actor. The same actor, um, Mark Holton. Mm-hmm. Um, He's it's no, nice to see him. Yeah, he is now older. It looks like he has his own, like, uh, painting company. Yeah, or and like a that. taxi company. And a taxi company at the same time. Yeah. Small town, so he kind of has a bunch he, of He made jobs. something of himself. Um, <laughs> but he is he is um, one of the better parts of this movie, similar to the first movie. I Personally, I really like his character. Yeah, can I say something? Um, I, oh, go ahead. I, I, I like It's your movie. podcast, Johnny. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> it is my podcast. Um, I, I like this movie. I, yeah, I, I, oh, was, I do too. I thought it was good. Yeah. It was one of the best Leprechaun films. Possibly the best. Maybe not my favorite, but probably I Honestly, I'd put it second just below Leprechaun 3. Yeah, no. I it's, think so. It's... it's, it's, it's Comparatively speaking, it's pretty great. <laughs> yeah. Again, this is all comparative. All of these movies, yeah. I would like to reiterate, all of these movies are bad movies. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Objectively, these are all bad movies. But Leprechaun Returns is of higher quality compared to the other movies. Yes. Um, the, the main actress is very good. Yeah. She's got... I mean, they give her much more like... There's these moments where she has to have this comedic timing that's very modern. Like yeah. it's, it's borderline Disney Channel. Yeah, I kind of noticed that it was it was this. That's the thing about this movie is I noticed it was it was I was like almost if Disney Channel made a horror movie. Yeah, because every now and then there's like a gag where they'll do like a oh we're gonna do the cinematic thing oh but up oh, the whoopsie or something yeah. like a kind of and it just feels like those are the parts where I kind of groan. I'm like in a horror comedy. Yeah, you know the the funny stuff is when an over the top gore scene happens or when the leprechaun makes a quip. Um, and the leprechaun in this film, not played by Warwick Davis, he's played by Lyndon Porco. Very good. He's he's essentially doing the same performance. Yeah, I mean, um, he's not going to be able to compare to Warwick Davis's com- right. performance. Nobody can. Nobody can. But he does. Um, he does a, a reasonable job with this. Um, yeah, a, a respectable job. Um, so Taylor play. Spritler is the main actress in this yep. movie, and um, like I said, yeah, like she's uh, pretty good. And 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 they they, they they slowly start introducing more characters, more fresh meat to get picked off in this right. film. Uh, there's some comedic, there's some setup with um, Peppy Sanuga's character, Katie. She, her ex-boyfriend shows up and they can't stop sleeping together. Right. She's like, I hate you, but then they're like, sleep together. And then she's like, like I hate you. And then they sleep together <laughs> again. And it's... There's this gag where she's like cleaning, but she's trying to clean sexily. <laughs> kind of, and, she, and he's like saying something about her. And she's like, stop, I'm trying to clean. <laughs> Uh, that was pretty funny. Like, actually, I almost I thought this was like I was like, wait, am I watching softcore porn? Like, <laughs> like is oh, be like I a, wish. Yeah. The amount of times I was watching these leprechaun movies, <laughs> wishing they were softcore porn. <laughs> um, uh, there's a performance in this film that actually I think is otherworldly. I, I don't know if you know what I'm just saying, but uh, Cy Bennett as the character Rose in this movie is like. 
The first, when she first, okay, ordinarily I would call this performance bad. Um, but I don't want to call it bad in this situation. A, because she's in Leprechaun Returns on the Sci-Fi channel. <laughs> B, she's like, I could not take my eyes off of her performance. Because she, she does this thing where she's so neurotic, literally every sentence she says is like with a twitch and like a little too much expression and this like hyperventilating like like it's like she's never off every single line is that way and i was like kind of infatuated with with her performance no i would have to agree with that did you notice that like did you (laughs) no i definitely did i was that sort of a thing where like she would appear on screen and i'm like what is this character (laughs) yeah what am i watching she's supposed to be this sorority girl who's like really into the project they're doing this nature thing she's kind of like the leader i guess of the sorority kind of yeah and she cares about it more than everybody else you know and then there's the stoner girl who's much more like "Eh, whatever you know yeah um and uh, also, uh, Cy Bennett uh, looks like a young Winona Ryder. Yeah. Did you notice that too? Yeah. 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 Uh, just yeah. unrelated, but um, she's my favorite part of the movie. <laughs> I'm willing to say <laughs> she, gets, she gets my favorite performance in the whole movie, a yeah. leprechaun included. Um, the first kill in the movie is Ozzy, which honestly shocked me. Uh, yeah, I did because at first I was like, you know, I, I, I kind of thought maybe he's going to be killed off because he's like the only recurring character. Um, but yeah. I thought. Um, you know, it kind of it kind of seemed like maybe he would like appear as like a um, um, whatever, like the savior in the end. You know? Yeah, I I thought he was going to be the very beginning and very end of the movie. Yeah, is what I thought. I thought I kind of took him as like, oh, maybe he's their new Doctor Lubis. You know, he's their right. guy that they're trying to carry through as like a the guy who warns people about the leprechaun. Um, but yeah, he's the first person who dies because the the well. And this is how the leprechaun comes back. Yeah, the 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 well that the leprechaun fell into the first movie kind of shoots up some green slime in Ozzy's face. Uh, he drives away, and then this is actually pretty clever because I'd forgotten about this. In the first movie, he accidentally swallows a gold coin, mm-hmm. which is still in his body at this point, and so the leprechaun, after the goo touches the coin, the leprechaun reforms inside of Ozzy. And rips out of his stomach, and yeah. you get a big gory kill. And immediately, I was like, "Oh, that's we're doing that, yeah. <laughs> great." Yeah, no, right from the right from the get go with this first kill, I was kind of like, I was very um, skeptical of this movie. Sure, um, as you should be with any Leprechaun movie. <laughs> of course, you should be. Um, and I was just waiting for this first kill to happen. I was waiting for the first for someone to die, and just to see what like kind of just. Um, like what the tone of the movie was going to be or like what kind of like like or I guess the tone of the kills themselves was going to be and it starts off right off the bat just gore and and just it shows everything it shows him ripping out of his stomach and guts and blood everywhere and he comes out and I don't you know he says some quip or some yeah, his first thing he says is like papa <laughs> like <laughs> which is great that's good, yeah that's fun um, and something that I um, also enjoyed in this movie is that Ozzy comes back as a ghost yes which is very silly. It is like, silly. Oh, it's very silly. It like a bit, they do a bit where uh, the main girl uh, hands him some saran wrap. To, I could not stop laughing during this scene. Like there, she was like kind of freaked out, but then he was like, he can't speak, but he's trying to like help her, like yeah. tell her like. And his guts are falling out. And his guts are falling out, and she's like, "Oh, let me help you with that." And she takes saran wrap and she tries to like <laughs> saran wrap his guts into his. Stomach. That's a thing they never totally capitalize on. Is that her character is. Um, uh, I guess telepathic or something because she not only can she see ghost Ozzy uh, she also um, or she's maybe she's in touch with a sp- 
a spiritual plane. But yeah. you find out that, you know, Jennifer Aniston's character died a year ago. Yeah. She's her mother. She's she she spent her final days just crazy thinking this monster was gonna come after her, right? Yeah. And um uh when at the very beginning when we're introduced to the main character, um I should look at her name, Lila, she's like on a train and there's a little bit where she thinks she sees Leprechaun going, Where's me gold? Yeah. And then it's like, oh and it's kinda like in Jurassic Park three when he's on the plane and he sees the guy as a raptor going like Alan <laughs> That's what I thought <laughs> yeah. of. But um uh yeah, so there's that element. Um Yeah, yeah, some weird element where she yeah, she kind of um premonitions the the Right. The the leprechaun coming and then yeah, she Which is fine. Ghost Ozzy keeps on showing up and like scaring her, but then he comes to help her. Look, if you're a leprechaun purist and you're mad that they added ghosts into the franchise, I don't know what to tell you. (laughs) Like (laughs) uh That's fine. I, I enjoyed it. And then every kill in this movie is pretty fun. Yeah. All like, of them. Literally, like, uh, there's a mailbox one or cop. Like, oh, yeah. That was, I think it was the second one. Or where, mailman. Um, yeah. He, yeah. He, like, there's a mailman like driving whatever. Just delivering mail. Sticks his head in the mailbox. Because yeah. the leprechaun like draws him in, and then the leprechaun, what like the mailbox box gets stuck on the, the guy's mail, head. Yeah, the mailbox gets stuck on the guy's head, and he yeah. like trips and like falls over, so his head is like laying in the street. And the leprechaun, and the leprechaun gets in the mail the truck, and he like backs up yeah. over the dude, like <laughs> over the mailbox, and his head is, like splurt like it like explodes. Blood just gushes out of the mailbox. And you see gush yeah. coming yeah. out. Or, yeah. Um, the out. solar panel kill is legendary. I th- that might be my favorite kill. Of the yeah, movie. a man is a solar panel falls and slices a man. Not the way you'd expect. Yeah. Uh, Slices him in half, but from the top, like... So that his body peels in half with his face falling forward and the back of his head falling backwards. Yeah. I I, I guess, without me drawing a picture for you, that's how (laughs) I'd have to describe it. Yeah. Um, uh, He looks like a diagram from a science class after (laughs) it falls open. And um, and, and that's that's great. I think that's the moment I was just like, okay, yeah, I like this movie. Yeah. I really like this Leprechaun movie. And um, uh, there's... Um, what was it? Let me check my notes real quick. Oh, yeah. There's a character in this movie. There's a filmmaker character oh, yes. uh, who's definitely the uh, the director surrogate. Yeah. Uh, he kind of has a crush on Lila, which I thought was going to go somewhere, but it doesn't. Um, nope. He ends up getting murdered by a... Uh, uh, via, via drone. That, yeah, because uh, he brings this drone in order to get some, like... Um, like wider shots of like the house because yeah. he's making a documentary, I guess. Yes. Of um, this, these girls fixing up this house and like doing this whole eco-friendly you know thing with uh, solar panels and. And that's where we get the line from the leprechaun: "Lights, camera, decapitation," and then chops his head off. Yeah, the the, the leprechaun Whoa. takes control of the <laughs> drone and chops the guy's head off. Um, yeah. Great, great, great scene there too. He drops a lot of um, uh, director references, director names. Um, one of the Casavetes and Rodriguez, he drops. Yeah, really he on. drops that because uh, they're point, they're the low budget guys. Right at one point, um, the other the douchier guy um, calls him Scorsese. Yeah, uh, I believe at one point, uh, and there's just a couple others, random, just director names just dropped because he this guy's like an obsessed with film. The director uh, Stephen Kostansky should have just put his name in there somewhere. <laughs> just so yeah. yeah, okay, Kostansky, like mention his own name as if he's you know a hotshot director, right? <laughs> Um, which, by the way, have you seen... He So he did this movie. He just came out with a movie called Psycho Gorman. I've heard of that. I have yet to watch it. Treat yourself. And watch okay. Psycho Gorman. I, I, I was hoping that it would be good because I saw the trailer and I was yeah. like, this is something else. I guess. And he has made three distinctly different films between this, The Void, and Psycho Gorman. <laughs> 
and they're all winners. <laughs> like, he does yeah. a really good job with all of them. Uh, but yeah, Psycho Gorman, uh, uh, I, I cannot say enough great things about that film. I'm going to have to watch that soon here. Um, you know, Leprechaun Returns is the worst film I've seen from him, but grading on a curve, it's a perfect Leprechaun movie. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Um, uh, a little bit of shaky CGI towards the end when the leprechaun turns into they, they rip off uh, uh, Army of Darkness and he shows up as a bunch of little versions of himself yeah um, and um, and then he uh, merges into um, a fuller version of himself yeah they, they also do a little bit of a there's like a Sam Raimi gear up scene I remember towards the end where they're doing all these crank zooms and like and I was like where did this come from I was yeah. like why, why was this the whole movie right yeah <laughs> um, but yeah, I was disappointed that uh, Rose bit it. You know, when she fell, yeah. that very obviously placed trophy that you know is gonna right, like it falls and it like yeah. falls in a place where like at the top of it is sharp and it like falls right on the ground. You're like, oh well, someone's <laughs> gonna get impaled. Like it yeah. is, yeah. And then sure enough, she does. She gets. Uh, it's one of those scenes where you're waiting literally fu- like three minutes yeah. for this person to die. And I <laughs> will say, um, the character of Katie. Um, I was kind of hoping that she would die in this, and I was kind of disappointed that she didn't. <laughs> you just didn't like her character. Or? I didn't really like her character. I was, yeah. I was, I was hoping that I would, like because the thing with like I felt very conflicted with Rose, mm-hmm. um, where like I I liked and didn't like a character at the same time because when yeah. I watched, it, I was like, what the fuck is this character? Like, what is she doing? Yeah. But I think I would have rather her lived. Well, I. I kind of I understand why Katie did because Katie kind of be, like um, she she grows she, yeah. in detaching herself from her dead boyfriend. <laughs> yeah, and then she also kind of um, is the one that becomes the closest with Lila because Lila's like the right. new girl in the sorority, and she kind of like tries to be friends with her, whereas the other people really don't like make yeah. an effort at all. So you, yeah. that's, it makes sense that she's one of the last remaining people. But right, Lila or um, uh, I was gonna say Rose. In a way, I, I, I felt like she was going to die because they set her up as yeah. the neurotic one who cares a lot about the project. And I'm like, if there's anything I know about these movies, it's that they're very mean-spirited. Yeah. And the person who cares the most about this thing is not going to survive. Yeah, no, I didn't think she was going to survive. The movie's either. going to enjoy killing her. Oh, for <laughs> sure. <laughs> something for I sure. thought of. Um, uh, the stoner girl, she has one of my favorite lines after she meets the leprechaun and takes a selfie with him. Uh, she runs out and says, oh my gosh, there's a deranged dwarf obsessed with money in the kitchen. <laughs> Which is just a very funny way to describe him. I, I just... It is. <laughs> um, there's also a little gag where Lila kicks the leprechaun's head and it like sl- his head comes halfway off for a second and some mm-hmm. green blood squirts out. And then he puts his head back on and goes like, you give great head? <laughs> yeah. This this leprechaun's significantly hornier than all the oh, yeah. before. Uh, he makes quite a few jokes. She's like, yes. you're disgusting. And he's like, in a sexy way, right? Like, <laughs> um, and uh, we also get a cameo from a Jennifer Aniston impersonator in this movie. Yeah, I was I was listening and I was like, I was trying to decide. Like, I was, I was like, is this actually Jennifer Aniston? Because she plays. It um, definitely like, was not. <laughs> no, it's not. It's not. But yeah, the. yeah, this, Jennifer the Aniston girl. could have showed up in the movie and I would have been like, that's not her. Right, yeah. She like, plays a like a message like that she had saved from her mom or something like that. Well, it, uh, the girl. leprechaun talks in her voice. Oh, that's right. That's yes. what it is. That's what oh. it is. Because the leprechaun, he's trying to um, taunt her and like say like uh, so like yeah he does it's 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 a it's a trope you know trope, talk right. like the dead loved one and so you get somebody doing a Jennifer Aniston impression uh, which is cute um, yeah and uh, all in all solid film solid film yeah I, I enjoyed this I enjoyed watching this movie uh, yeah, this movie and uh, definitely. Um, Definitely a better quality than uh, some of the other, most of the other movies. So, moment of truth, 
Brayden, what is your ranking of all of the Leprechaun films from favorite to least favorite? From favorite to least favorite, okay. Um, I don't know if I ever came up with like a definitive ranking, but I think roughly I would say uh, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun Returns, um, uh, Leprechaun in the Hood, mm. uh, and then Leprechaun Back to the Hood. Okay. Uh, Leprechaun 2... Leprechaun, Leprechaun Four, and then Leprechaun Origins. Okay, yeah. It's it's for me. It gets tough in the middle there. Um, right. With Leprechaun Four and Leprechaun, I I'm more interested in Leprechaun Four. Like it made me feel more things, like we talked about earlier. Yeah. Um, but there's just so many wacky things that I just can't get over <laughs> in that movie. Um, I might have to revisit that and just and maybe make get a more accurate ranking. Yeah. Um, and then the two um, Hood movies, I did like better. Than some the of the other one. movies, than like the earlier movies. Sure. Um, but uh, the two of them are kind of the same for me. They just, they're, they're both they're kind of interchangeable, I guess, for me. Yeah. Yeah. So um, those could be switched, probably. Yes. I think, all in all, a lot of these movies could have benefited from a director like Stephen Kostansky. No. Uh, you needed somebody who, who watches like a Sam Raimi movie and wants to kind of put that type of energy into the film. And none of these movies really have the energy that I think Warwick Davis as a performer deserves, uh, that the character with all his quirks kind of deserves. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of them are kind of lacking in the writing, uh, and obviously <laughs> yeah. a lot of them are on a shoestring budget. Um, I would say my ranking, and obviously there's a point where when you compare some of these movies, you're comparing the tallest kid in fourth grade, right? Like it's right, like, yeah. You know, <laughs> uh, I would say, yeah, for me personally, Leprechaun 3, Leprechaun Returns, uh, Leprechaun 4 in space. Uh, <laughs> Leprechaun in the hood. Leprechaun 2. Okay. Leprechaun back to the hood. Leprechaun. And then Leprechaun Origins okay. is how I'd put it. The only one that I can say I hate is Leprechaun Origins. Yeah. That's the only one that like makes me... Like, I get twitchy when I think about it. Like, I, I get, like, a little upset. Um, uh, you know, the rest of them, take them or leave them. But we watched all of them. We did it. Which not many people can say. And we've done this podcast, so we now no longer have to think about these movies ever again. I have been... We don't have to, no. Although I we will, probably though. will. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. definitely will. I'll probably watch some of them again. Sometime. Yeah, I have not been able to stop thinking about doing this podcast since we first started talking about doing this podcast. Because I just <laughs> it's been put off time, like, in the back time of and time head. again. And I just keep on thinking when we're going to do it. And we finally took the time to do it. We were planning on doing it last week. Yes, um, and it got postponed. And that got postponed, so I was worried, yeah. and uh, but then it happened. And it finally we happened. didn't get to do it this St. Patrick's Day, and it was like, all right, the next one. And you're I, like, I got a whole lot. To... <laughs> I would have been dedicated. I would have been. I would Me too. Been, yeah, let's do it. Well, I've been I like, we made it this far. You know, we did. Yeah. I didn't watch those movies for nothing. <laughs> I did it to. It was all leading up to this. Yes. This was the. Uh... So, Braden, I appreciate your sacrifice. I thank yeah. you for for doing this with me. Um, it's quite a ride. What do you think the next franchise we should talk about should be? You're my franchise guy. It's been yeah, 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 we've kind of established that now. Yeah. Um, I'm a huge fan of Friday the 13th, of Nightmare on Elm Street, oh, and those okay. are two big horror franchises. Is there a Friday the 13th this year coming up? Um, I don't know. Hang on, let me scroll through real quick. <laughs> well, so. there's at least one Friday the 13th each year, but I'm not sure. There's a Friday the 13th in August. 
So let's plan. Would you for... be willing to do that? Yeah, we could do that. All right. Yeah. All right. All right. It's, we've said it. It has to happen. And though that is a series of movies where I would be willing to watch all the movies again. Me too. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, this one, um, I was not. I did not have the energy to watch all of the Leprechaun movies look, again. But I love the character of. I love Jason Voorhees, and I love all of those movies enough where I. Yeah, I, I can't watch yeah. through all of those, even though there are what, eleven films. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, including the reboot, yes. the 2010 reboot. Or War- like Warwick Davis, come on the podcast. Uh, we love to have you. Andy. Stephen Kostansky, Cy Bennett, all, all, everybody who we've mentioned that we like in these movies, come <laughs> yes. on this podcast. Um, and uh, that's all for today. Thank you so much. Yeah, uh, it's a it's it's a pleasure. Uh, it's always a pleasure being on here, and uh, I'm glad we finally got to do this. This is a really uh, big weight off my shoulder. <laughs> <laughs> Mine too. Love for kind of so uh, thank, thank you, Johnny. Thank you. From the land of the Irish Spring. Dublin's the place where I learned my thing. From the Emerald Isle to your place in the hood. I'm the man of green, come to do no good. Lep in the hood, come to do no good. Lep in the hood, come to do no good. What is though this place? Alright, everybody, that wraps up another episode of We Are Movies. Thank you so much for listening to all of this. Thank you eternally to my friend Brayden for all you sacrificed for this episode. I, I, I appreciate it. Uh, beyond any comprehensible measure. Definitely go follow Brayden and all of the social media stuff in the description of this episode. Now here's a rhyme for you cinephile who listens to the show with a great big smile. I am your humble host with very few duties, and I'll see you next time on We Are Movies.